After all this, you still... I still want that gas, yes. And you had better deliver. Hey, listeners. Uh, joining me in the greenhouse, we have our full staff for what will be our final release of the year. As we try to recap 2023 in all of its craziness. And maybe our crazier predictions of what to come in 2024. How are we doing, gang? How's everyone feeling? You know, I'm here. I'm, I'm awake. Uh, I'm, I'm kind of just excited to be here, really. You know, Would you say woke? Uh, you know, I, I'm, I'm kind of sleepish. If No, I'm playing. Uh, I, I don't know. <laughs> like, I think uh, 2024 was a wild year, so I, I'm excited to get into it. Like, even 2024 just, was a wild year? Damn. 2023. I know. Here. I'm coming, I'm from, coming the from the future. future. Yep. Here I am. Damn, it's crazier take, than this one. Take his take his <laughs> predictions seriously. Right, right, right. No, <laughs> we know. Twenty twenty three was a crazy year. Uh, I like so much stuff happened that I forgot happened until like I actually like decided to look back and and look into what was going on. It was an insane year, but excited to get into it. I, Josh, what about you? Uh, I mean, yeah, I think that's a it's a good uh, summary. I mean, we've got you know this this fun vibe for this episode. It's like the you know the Smash Brothers Ultimate Marketing thing, right? Everyone is here. We're all here <laughs> to you know uh, rip apart the year, rip apart the future. I, I don't know. You know, we'll, we'll see where like you know this journey takes us today. Guy, what about you? Um, I hate everything i hate Mm. what 2023 has created other than me being fianced um this year has been (laughs) um this year has been really shitty um next year i'm assuming will be sort of similarly shitty but i will just give less fucks so let's let's see let's see if that actually happens so this has been a big year for um, all of us, you know, branching out into more uncomfortable and in, in new areas of inquiry, right? Also, this has been uh, the era of the death of Twitter. Like, it's really died this year, I'd reckon, right? So I did have to make a callback um, to 2020 Black Twitter. Uh, exactly when and how are everyone's superpowers activating? Man, I I got mine a while ago, but I'm keeping it. Catch okay. Josh up, catch Josh up real quick. Hang on. Well, he already he already alluded to it. It's time travel. <laughs> right. Hey, 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 hey! Don't tell anybody. Okay, it's a secret. It's a secret. Don't tell anybody. That was like the the peak of um like mid COVID insanity, where everyone was just like, you know what, black people are getting powers like at the end of the <laughs> end of 2020. Trust me, dog. Yep. Tw- uh, December 21st, 2020. Black people um, were supposed to get their powers, um, but just in the normal world fashion, <laughs> it got to us a little late. Right, so some right. of us are having a Juneteenth party for our powers. <laughs> um, but yes, we we were supposed to get our powers, and I think I did get a power. I, literally, I think every year I've been getting giving less fucks, and I think that is my superpower. Literally, I don't think other people have the superpower. I just see something, and I used to give a fuck about it. I'm like, 
fuck you. <laughs> and like that, that is a power. And I so I think, power. I think, um, I think that's what I've gotten. I think it, it's still activating because, you know, black people never can get anything equitably. Um, but so it should be maybe four full years after I would officially be completely zero fucks mm. but right now i'm just like at a like a 50 percent fucks man aren't you two looking forward to getting old growing old together <laughs> you know <laughs> i'm just happy for whatever time we get that's, that's uh, i'm saying that seriously and, and and with a crooked smile i'll say it that way <laughs> I mean, it was, it, I, I said this, like, at our engagement, and this is a joke that came up, like, perennially, right? But it was, like, it was in the midst of all of, like, the Supreme Court decisions going on. Oof. And we were literally, like, I don't even know if our marriage is going to be legal. <laughs> <laughs> like, just like, in case, if it doesn't, I mean, I don't really don't give a fuck. You might have to, blue. if you slap some tanner on, then they won't, you know. You know, you know, how about this? How about this? This is my, I, I will give one prediction right now. I think next year the Supreme Court is going after Loving v. Virginia. I, I am, I'm putting two dollars on that bet. Hey, as long there's not a case before him, so I'm gonna, I think that might be an easy two bucks to <laughs> bet against. <laughs> my hope is that they focus on black and white relationships and like leave wait, the wait, rest wait, of wait, us wait, alone. Wait, wait, wait. She's not white. <laughs> <Shut up. laughs> They're gonna be like, "Nah, we we're taking her as one of ours just to get you, John." Oh no! That's my, that's my, that's my second uh, uh, prediction. The Supreme Court is somehow going to fuck up how we define race. That is more likely than the loving v. Virginia. It's like they'll they'll figure out how to give reformations uh, for everyone, but they'll make everyone black. Right, so somehow, everyone gets somehow Elon Musk is gonna get reparations because he's African American. Uh huh. Uh huh. Yeah. And it's like the double, the double up, so yep. he gets more reparations than all the rest of us. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's more <laughs> likely to happen. Hey, hey, the the amount he gets in in federal funds alone. That is his reparations. Right, like, he is insane. getting reparations. You just got to be the right type of African, man. Any other predictions before we get into it? Uh, who do you guys think is going to win the presidency? Um, no, one. <laughs> no. <laughs> I, I truly have no predictions. Uh, I think, I think. Trump is going to get disqualified in like the final hour and then Biden is going to have a heart attack on election night. That's my real prediction. Someone still has to win the election. <laughs> I mean, no. I, no. I love her prediction. Her prediction is that all of them die. Yep. Yeah. I, I'm cool with that. Cool um, with that. All right. Uh, mine is is probably like I mean, it, there's things that can change. Uh, I think particularly as you know, as kind of review some of the events from this year, right? I mean, if depending on how certain things in like uh, Gaza go down uh, and some other issues, right? I could see this changing. But my prediction at the moment is is that it's going to be Biden winning. Um, Trump will win the GOP nomination. Um, I think. Um, I mean, we've seen some updates on some of the court cases with um, you know, his removal from the ballot. Yeah. Um, and like the Michigan one specifically was like, yeah, he can stay on the primary ballot, 
But the general might be a different question. Ooh. And it's, and it's interesting because, like, I mean, I had, like, even told my students in a class at one point, I was like, honestly, if, if I was in charge of that effort, like, you know, hypothetically, um, I would, you know, the better strategy would be to let him, you know, let him win the primary and just kick him off the general election ballot, right? Like, that's, like, almost a surefire way of winning. Um, but, I mean, it looks like that, that could be how the things play out, uh, potentially. And I, I don't even necessarily know that, that, that it's necessary to produce that outcome, but it, it might be, you know, one of the major factors, too. And even just, like, you know, sort of the, the guilt of, you know, the, the sort of the uh, assassination in the court of public opinion might also have an impact on that, too. Who knows? Yeah, I think Kamala is definitely going to be president sometime in 2024. I don't know. I, I feel like what's her, what do you what powers do we think she got? I I think Y'all okay. Think she got powers. Wait a second. I don't think she has powers. I think she has influence, and she talks well. She has all of the minority aspects that the Democratic Party are trying to like pretend like they care about. Um, and I think maybe Joe Biden will have that heart attack. He'll win. He'll have the heart attack. They'll pretend like he didn't have the heart attack. And then, like, they'll wheel out his his robot so he can actually get sworn in. And then two weeks from there, it's going to be like, he died. And then Kamala's going to be president. I, th- I think less likely than Joe Biden having a heart attack, I think there will be a ridiculous three-week discourse about whether or not we should call it a heart attack (laughs) without a doubt basically what i'm hearing is that um making any bets on um gavin newsom doing a napoleonic takeover of the democratic party is probably a poor bet do we literally saw him promise he wouldn't do that he literally he was like i will never or do anything to piss off the de- the Democratic Party. I love them so much. I mean, I don't know if it was quite that pathetic, but you know, that's why not too far I will from be it. the 2028 nominee. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh gosh. Well, let's maybe get to the broad summary, and then we can probably try to break this up by months we deem significant, but. Starting in the third millennium of the 21st century. twenty twenty third millennium of the 21st century? No, in the third millennium, we're in the oh, okay. 21st century. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what? You know, sometimes you, you break your own walls. Time compressors, you know? Like... <laughs> <laughs> time traveling, time compressing, time... Tom is having a rough one, folks. Hey, man, after COVID, time's not even real, okay? Well, <laughs> it never was. We, so, live, so, a, we so, live at the end of time. Right. We live at the end of... I mean, you know, maybe I have been too hard on Fukuyama. Maybe we are at the end of history. <laughs> All right, so from Wikipedia, the year has seen the decline in severity of the COVID-19 pandemic. I'd like to see your source. With, right. the world, <laughs> with the World Health Organization ending its global health emergency status in May. That ain't got shit to do with nothing. Catastrophic natural disasters included the fifth deadliest earthquake of the 21st century striking Turkey and Syria, leaving nearly 60,000 people dead. Cyclone Freddy, the longest-lasting recorded tropical cyclone in history, 
leading to over 1,400 deaths in Malawi and Mozambique. Storm Daniel, which became the deadliest cyclone worldwide since Cyclone Nargis, after killing at least 11,000 people in Libya. A major 6.8 magnitude earthquake striking western Morocco, killing 2,960 people in a 6.3 magnitude triplet earthquake striking western Afghanistan, killing over 1,400 people. Uh, not that this is written on the page. I should also stress this has been the warmest winter of our lives. It's been the warmest year of our lives. Like it'll be warmer next year. Has it it been the the warmest warmest year ever? Year on record. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. That is a very sad asterisk. Uh, The Russian invasion of Ukraine and Myanmar civil war have continued, and a series of coups. Several armed conflicts and political crises broke out in numerous African nations. An escalation of the Israeli-Palestinian conflict occurred in October when Hamas, which governs the Gaza Strip, led an attack on Israel, leading the latter to declare war on Hamas. Furthermore, the Nagorno-Karabakh conflict ended after over 100,000 Armenians fled the region after an Azeri military invasion. 2023 witnessed a banking crisis resulting in the collapse of numerous American regional banks. I as well as that was this year. That's crazy. Um, that's what I'm saying. It's been a long year. Yeah. Uh, as well as the buyout of Credit Suisse by UBS in Switzerland. Among American banks, the two largest banks which collapsed were Silicon Valley Bank and First Republic, the third and second largest banking collapses in U.S. history, respectively. Furthermore, numerous acquisitions in various industries were announced. Some of the largest and most notable being October's energy acquisitions with ExxonMobil and Chevron buying Pioneer Natural Resources and Hess, respectively. The luxury fashion holding company Tapestry, Coach New York and Kate Spade New York, announcing its purchase of Capri Holdings, i.e. Michael Kors and Versace, and the closure of Microsoft's acquisition of Activision Blizzard. R.I.P. In the realm of technology, 2023 has seen the continued rise of generative AI models with increasing applications across various industries. These models, leveraging advancements in machine learning and natural language processing, have become capable of creating realistic and coherent text. Uh, uh, citation needed. Yeah. Images, yeah, citation needed. And music, uh, citations needed. Uh, All of those things are like literally like... I mean, you can make it right now to like because of how bad they are to the world and everything. I like they. <laughs> I hate Wikipedia. I love Wikipedia, but I hate it because how are you just gonna put that and then not put nothing else about right the, the fuck <laughs> shit that AI is doing? I mean, I will say it is cool. Get like you know making Hank Hill sing uh, "Ballin'," but outside from that, like you know, outside of that, here's it's here's my uh my next prediction for 2024. We will start outsourcing episodes to AI. Oh my god! <laughs> Yikes! Oh no! Just you know, like it, one day you're gonna feel like I'm not really in the mood to craft an outline. Just gonna type it into ChatGBT and it'll spit it out for us. Well, well, okay. So then, what's worse? Is it worse to ask ChatGBT to write the outline and then do an episode based on the outline it gives you, or even worse, write the outline but then have a generative language model like speak for you? What's well, the latter's what the latter's way worse. Okay, I just wanted to check. I just They're wanted to see what the consensus horrible. was. They're both horrible. AI is horrible. If you use AI, you're horrible. Okay, so you think both are not, equally horrible, and then... Okay, 
I'll say I'll refer. Not if you use AI, you're horrible. If you use AI instead of using creativity or a creative person, you're horrible. But Sky, not everyone has talent. Then don't do that thing. (laughs) Get another hobby. I don't know what else to tell you. You heard it here, Duh, folks. Duh. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy! I think I you should a... have. I think you should have AI write your wedding vows. Oof. Oh no! <laughs> oh no! Maybe I should. Hold on, I'm gonna pull up a window and actually do that. I want to see what it comes up. With. Okay, <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll get to that in a second. We'll get to that in a second. Um, I mean, <laughs> we're literally joking, but one of my bosses had AI um, write a meaningful letter to her dad, who really likes handmade like letters and stuff she had Ooh. ai do that for their wedding anniversary Ooh. like Ooh. yeah mm-hmm. <clears throat> i know a person who did that Ooh. yeah that's a... and i roast her that's, as many times that's as I cold can. yeah like for your dad if it was like for some random person okay but like for your parents who have like been you gotta, married you gotta write that out yourself come on you got to write it out yourself it's happening. Like I'm I just want you to know this is real. <laughs> Listen, I feel like it's very easy for for something like that. You can just write a one-liner, rent crocodile dundee 3. <laughs> All right. An AI arms race between private companies has continued since the late late 2010s with Microsoft-backed OpenAI and Google owner Alphabet today most dominant among firms. We did cover some of that in our recent episode about AI. Um, John, did you get a chance to look at those AI-generated uh, wedding vows by chance? Uh, I did. There, it's. I, I don't think it's that terrible. I mean, it's not great. <laughs> uh, Can you it, read I, them in robot voice? <clears throat> I don't know how to do robot voice, but um, uh, as I... It's it's so corny. As I stand here before you today, my heart is overflowing with gratitude and love. Like it's just very generic, you know. Gratitude just <laughs> gratitude. Like, like that's like the most like incel like wedding vow. Yeah, it's. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for taking my virginity. <laughs> like, this is like what you write. This is you use this for conferences when you win like a bullshit award and you don't give a fuck about the people in the audience. This is what you use AI for, not for your wedding vows, not for anything meaningful. Like, what the fuck? Yeah, just I'm just kind of like glancing through them. It looks very, very cookie cutter. Like, like it, it's. I feel like they just kind of threw as many words as they could to just kind of make it stick. Like, it's like I promise to cherish and honor you, to stand by your side through every twist and turn that life may bring. I'm like, okay, well, well, that's promise like, to cherish and honor isn't cherish and honor the vow itself usually? Yeah. I vowed to be your confidant, your partner in all things, and, and your unwavering support. In moments of joy, I will celebrate with you. In times of sorrow, I will hold you close, offering comfort and solace. Like, it doesn't sound horrible, but it just doesn't sound like a thing that a normal person would write about a long-term relationship, you know? Well, like, it's very... Have you, have you seen those videos of, like, these dudes being, like, getting up there on their wedding day at the altar, and it'll be like, what do you want to say as your vows? And they're like, 
I can't wait to fuck you. And like they say that in front of their families. Uh, like in front of um, the, the justice of the peace, they say that. And it's like, do you want to say anything else to your future hey, wife? You, They're like, no. Nah, <laughs> you, have, you been on, have, have you been on social media lately? I'm pretty sure that just is like the future of these vows. <laughs> it's like uh, maybe an AI vow would be good for some of these people. I mean, I, I'm, I'm kind of going back on what I said before. No, I kind of <laughs> like, like that vow. You know, I just can't wait to fuck you. That's a pretty <laughs> good... I, I know, but, but, but that's the thing is before at least like, you know, in the Vine era, it would be like a guy like with a guitar strumming it out of tune. I love you, bitch. Damn. <laughs> Never, <laughs> they were trying to be sweet with it. Now it's just like the most annoying Reddit uh, style guy. Like, I need my balls empty. Like, why, 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 why? I don't give a shit about that. What's wrong with you? I can't wait to empty my balls inside you. What the fuck? Oh, that is the God. romantic version of that guy. That That's is a great like the, the I don't pot. see what the problem is. <laughs> As a married man of- myself, I don't see what the problem is. In front of Nan. To see my offsprings <laughs> pour from you. In front of people. Dude, that's I'm, I'm, crazy. I'm, I'm telling you, like, the, what they're not going to get into in this Wikipedia article. And, like, I try not to be, like, a internet Puritan who's, like, freaked out by it. But the, the, the rise of, like, Andrew Tate-style misogyny is so cringe. Because, it is. Because it's like, okay, great. Like, it's regressive. It's bad. But also, like Andrew Tate is the fruitiest man alive. Like he's he not did, hot. He, he did he did all that horrible shit, and he looked like a fruitcake while he did all of it. You know <laughs> what I'm do. saying? Like he do. And he, it, 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 he look way he, like I uh, I hate when you see a biracial kid and like they look just too much like the one thing and not like half and half. And he looked too British. Like it, it looked like no he speaks, got he speaks, in there. Like he tries he just, to do like a hybrid, like American and British accent, and he sounds like, like no, he has- no. The British that is the main. Like it was like all the British genes just took over that man's body, and it was just like you need to be British. I mean, ugly, ugly ass teeth look like that. Your know, eyes too close together. All these things. Bro's genetics British. really got colonized. That's crazy. <laughs> it literally did. No, and the worst thing is like when he first came on the scene, the first video we all saw, at least I saw, was the one where he admits his dad was in the CIA. Yeah. Daddy's jeans was playing uh, checkers, not chess. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, eventually, when you know things really spin out of control for this podcast, and we start doing a relationship advice segment, God forbid. Well, I would love that. That'd be great. I just, I do want to comment on like how there's like this. I don't know if it's because there's more like Gen Z on the internet, so we're forced to see it, or like it's always been like this to some extent. But there's like a certain cohort of online person whose like only issue seems to be dating. Yeah, they don't have any friends. His problem in life is they don't have it, no hobbies. It's just it's just like, I, can't, I can't get a partner, so I'm like blaming the opposite sex. Yeah, for all my lot in life, and then of course, like you know, in a practical sense, that leads these, especially for guys, it can lead them to like the right wing. Because that anti-feminist worldview, you know, puts them in a natural alliance with the political right. 
but you you see you see like weird highly online women do same things as well but it's just it's just a certain kind of online person for whom like their only problem is that they can't get a they can't get a partner and it's the world's fault that they can't I don't know. Insult, it's, it's, not it's the world's fault. It's more specifically, like you know, the entirety of you know womanhood's fault that they right, uh, right. It's yeah. like and like I mean, and it's like I know before, like you know, I mean, there was like you know, like friend zone rhetoric and stuff like that. But like, I mean, you know, those people like they're not even getting friend zoned. They're like you know, they don't have any female friends because they only see them as you know sexual objects. Right, and you can't even like begin to call them out on that. You can't even begin to be like. Can you be fucking normal around girls first, and then you you think about all that? Like that's also, honestly like, what it is. It's really just loser? like, yeah, honestly, that's that's <laughs> literally what it is. It's like step one, be normal. Step two, do stuff you want to like, like touch, literally touch grass, go outside. Go rule like, number fifty five. Be normal. <laughs> be normal like, and touch grass. Go outside. I, hey, I touch grass, go. and there's no woman in sight. Let me <laughs> <just literally. laughs> It's like, why Why are you so mad that a woman doesn't want to be near you when you have no hobbies, no personality, no friends, no swag, you can't cook, you can't clean, um, you're not interesting, you're not that's why he's, that's why he's angry he doesn't have a woman in his life because he's not like, interesting no. he needs someone else interesting in like, you have nothing to bring to the table and you're like why doesn't anyone want to be with me like i wonder why you're boring you're boring <laughs> sorry no one told you your mommy should have told you you're boring I I didn't want to derail the episode any further than we already have but i don't think i ever told anyone this story so i'm gonna put this guy on blast you know who you are. Be ashamed. Loser. Um, Dox him right now. <laughs> Dox him right. Go for it. I don't, I don't know. He was... Full name, a, address. All I'm going to say is that he really tried to be an Atlanta fuckboy, failed at that, and is trying to be like a Brooklyn hipster now. So the guy, the guy's a fake act no matter what. But he was basically in this group chat with us talking about like, like he was blaming all his problems on women and shit. And it's like, bro, nobody told you to go into debt and like uh, lease a charger. Nobody told you to do that. <laughs> Women did not like like send you a letter saying like we are not gonna fuck with you unless you like get behind on payments for a charger. That's on you. <laughs> and then <laughs> unless you're three months behind on your charger payments, do not talk to me. Right. Like that's that seems that seems like a you problem, dog. <laughs> and He's trying to be like, no, women... Did. I'm like, so... I, I basically asked him, like, to his face, like, you know, for a guy who claims to have been to a YDSA meeting once, like, how do you not know that, like, it's this capitalist order or, like, you know, societal conditions that are causing these problems for you? Or maybe even personal... I don't like it, but, like, it could be personal responsibility, too. It could be all of these things that are causing your problems. How is it women writ large responsible for this? And the dude like literally typed it out with no sense of irony. No, women are behind capitalism. And I like, sh I threw Bro, my phone. Damn. I threw my like, I'm telling you, like, stupid politics is back. Idiocy is back in a big way. And like, as of late, like, I've been on this mindset of like, you have got to get back in the real world and like talk to people face to face because people are getting. The people are able to double down on bullshit a lot more strongly on the internet. But anyhow, anyhow. I don't know. That's, that sounds hard. I don't want to do it. That she's in charge of capitalism. <laughs> it is. It is hard, right? And I mean, yeah. I don't know. We've we've been doing this podcast for so long. Like, 
it kind of is the thing of like I'm not gonna stop now, uh, but at the same time, like I, I recognize that like there is a limit to what we can do on the internet versus like when you're face to face with somebody, you can kind of make the call a little better, or you can like call people out on their bullshit a little more effectively. But it's it's hard work do, doing the doing that kind of work in in the real world is very hard. That's true. Okay, so. I, I at least in my review of this year, I tried to do a rough count of how many times the vibe shifted. I would say conservative estimate at least five times the vibe has shifted this year. That's very conservative. Yeah, I mean, so, can the so, vibe have shifted if it already sucked? <laughs> I mean, they just got, yeah. they just got worse. worse. Well, let, let, that's what worse. I'm saying. So, does the vibe getting worse is that a vibe shift or is that just like the vibe remaining as it is? No, that's what I'm thinking. Like, to me, it's. I like think it's, it's a shift. Okay. If it's like, wow, I can actively feel the vibe being worse. I feel like that's a a shift. Let's see. Do we want to start in January, or is there is there any particular month we should start with? Um, roll yeah, D twelve. Yeah, roll D twelve. No, let's just let's just go January. Yeah, let's not pick out the. The super important event. Okay. Oh, no, 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 no. Okay, here we go. All right. Nobody gives a shit about Croatia. Uh, oh, the, area. I, the funeral of Pope Benedict. I forgot that was this year. Yeah. So, funeral of Pope Benedict, uh, anniversary of liberal 9 11. Woo. <laughs> um, yeah. Oh. We had um, the Brazilian January 6th, January 8th. That we covered this year. Oh yeah. Deadly cold snap in Afghanistan, tenth to seventeenth of January. Shoot. Uh the Tigray War starts at least sixteenth January. Vietnamese president resigns seventeenth of January. I'm trying to see. Unrest in Israel. I don't think this is related to because uh, what we kind of. Uh, a lot of people forget is there was a lot of these like democracy protests in Israel uh, earlier yeah, in the year. Uh, I don't remember when they started. Uh, I don't think they started here though. What and it's it's kind of getting lost in the October seventh yeah. and onwards coverage, right? Like I there there there's a way that it's not getting discussed that I think might put it into context, right? Of like you know Netanyahu's administration is not exactly all that popular at the moment. And there was like yeah. the the judicial like reforms controversy in Israel, right? So some spectators are trying to like you know make this link of like October seventh is this like useful diversion for Netanyahu's administration to use while they can like you know lose the heat from those um, unpopular judicial reforms. But that's got that's kind of gotten lost in in the side of it. Yeah. And I think it's it's something that has to be understood in the context of this whole issue is like, you know, not only is the massive like, you know, slew of injustices being committed against the Palestinians, but you have a right wing authoritarian, somewhat anti-democratic and, you know, corrupt to, to certain extents um, administration uh, in Israel right now. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I, I maybe even go further and say it's like overtly corrupt. Yeah, I mean, yeah, extremely. 
<laughs> Unfortunately, yeah. But yeah, that also popped off this January. Let's see. February, we already jumped into it now. Oh, February, you had the Chinese spy balloon nonsense. Oh, yes, that was awesome. Oh, my I told, God. Like, I, some of these things, like, I was like, oh, I thought that was years ago. Literally. The Norfolk Southern train. Yeah, the Norfolk yeah. Su- That was, like, a, a major vibe shift. Like, yeah. I think I was doing okay January. Then that <laughs> happened in, like... Yeah, that was early think, February, yeah. I think, I think I had to, like, pause for two weeks. I was not okay with that. Oh, my God. Um... You had the uh, earthquakes in Turkey on six February. Well, closer to closer to home. I mean, there was the MSU campus shooting too. Yeah, it's not even listed here. It's not listed here. Yeah, they don't have like any of those yeah. type of things listed. It looks like. Of course, because then that will be twice as long. Right. Right. If you list every mass shooting what? that happens in fucking America. Yeah. It has to be an editorial choice not to include them because I, I don't I don't like otherwise you know, like I mean if anyone could freely edit this page right like there has to be a con- conscious effort to just not maybe it's it. under the deaths one nope uh it's probably not no. under deaths. it's not it's not we'll have to go through that too oh my gosh let's see March. March. Oh, March is when the the bank started failing, right? Yeah, yeah. That was a good time. <laughs> I yeah, was so Silicon hopeful. Valley Bank. Iran and Saudi Arabia agreed to resume dip- diplomatic relations. All talks mediated by China. That was interesting. OpenAI launches Chat GPT four. Okay, let's see. ICC issues an arrest warrant for Vladimir Putin. Okay. Um, <laughs> the IPCC inter- Intergovernmental Panel on Climate Change releases the synthesis report of its sixth assessment on climate change. And absolutely nothing happens from that. Yeah, I just... Right. I, 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 that's got to be one of the most depressing jobs, bros. You you, you get on there, you got to write the pa- the packet... It's the same shit you wrote last time. Like we are fucked. Yes. Same advice. Same. Please all do of something. The shit. Yeah. Like this is exactly oh, how to. This is what you do, and they're like, "Well, no. this is useless." <laughs> <laughs> and let's see. Yeah, twenty sixth March, large scale spontaneous protests erupt across Israel in the wake of Benjamin Netanyahu firing his defense minister, who criticized the government's judicial overhaul plan. Oh, man. Okay. Uh, Brazil and China signed an agreement to trade in their own currencies, ceasing the usage of the United States dollar. Yeah, March was, when, March was when all that talk of um, uh, multipolarity was really kicking off in the uh, um, editorial sphere. The International Court of Justice rules the United States violated its Treaty of Amity with Iran. Oh, I, I did and not nothing hear about happened. That. I mean, it's the same thing. Like, they issue a warrant for Vladimir Putin and nothing happens. So it's like, yeah, of course. Yeah. yeah. Let's see. We're in April now. Okay. Fourth April. I like how they didn't list anything on the on April first. We've all agreed nothing happened. It's on April first anymore. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Finland becomes the thirty first member of NATO. 
5th April, again, and this felt like it was a long time ago, but this also happened this year. There were clashes between Palestinians and the Israeli police at Al-Ala oh. Al Al Mosque. Well, yeah, because it feels like just so minor compared to, you know, like, like what the, now? the what you now? Know, yeah. complete escalation of it. Um, <laughs> let's see. Yeah, two document leaks from the Pentagon detailing foreign military aid to the Russian invasion of Ukraine are leaked on the internet. The juicy icy Jupiter icy moons explorer Juice is launched by the European <laughs> Space Agency. Uh, is the SpaceX rocket blew up. Yes, <laughs> the SpaceX yeah that that blew up. Explodes four minutes into four after minutes after launch. launch. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I remember this one. Um, nuclear power ends in fifty years in Germany. Or so. Uh, I don't know why they they took that route, but Ger Germany decides to end nuclear power. Why? I'm not in what? Okay, the nuclear power discourse is one like I don't like participating in, but basically like Howard. Uh, I I'm all for nuclear power, honestly. <laughs> I I I would rather, you know, um exercise the idea that energy policy is as opaque to the public as foreign policy is. Um, particularly because we don't control those levers, right? So nuclear power is at least, like, allegedly, and it, this is true, right? That, like, it doesn't emit as much carbon as fossil fuels do, and it can meet current energy consumption demands, right? But the thing that never gets answered to my satisfaction, and also because I have not read a lot about this, is... um. How do you justify the mining cost on the earth? Because you do have to do extraction to get the uranium. And if you're mining out of places like the Congo, how do you ensure that those mining practices aren't destabilizing already unstable conditions in these areas that have been destabilized by extractive capitalism? I'm actually that's not that... sure where the where the fuel for nuclear reactors actually comes from. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like if, if you're mining uranium for it, you got to get it from somewhere. And of course, you got to refine said uranium. But, you know, you, if you're pulling something from the earth, you, there is a cost. That's all I'm asking is like, how does that circle get squared? If you can answer that question, brilliant. If you can't, then we're back at square one. That's how I see it. And I accept that there's probably a limit to my perspective. Uh, I just off of a quick Google search, it looks like you can actually just extract uranium from soil. It just naturally occurs over time. Okay. Yeah, just a quick Google search, Adi. What the heck? You're right. Yeah, I'm not going to no, pretend like I'm an expert. I'm not going to pretend like I'm an expert. Ideologically, you know, confirmed uh, rigid beliefs and, and a quick Google search. <laughs> okay, but like how much is, is in the soil to justify it? Like, are you just taking dirt out of something and you're like, oh, it's solid. Uh, enough that when we say touch grass, we're actually like threatening someone. <laughs> <laughs> I want see. you to touch grass, bitch. Just soak in that uranium. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know that like for the Manhattan Project, I think they were like mining it at Oak Ridge. But then I also know that like they get a good amount from the Congo, so I just I don't know the political economy of it all. No, that's a, I mean that's a fair point. It's like you, like you we want the good energy, but we don't want to hurt people, right? It, it, it just it's just uh -huh. one of those things that like in an ecological perspective and in like in a Marxist framework, right? It's like 
these things are total systems with multiple moving parts. You got to address all of it. I don't like silver bullet logic unless you're dealing with vampires. Then of course use a silver bullet. Uh, (laughs) I thought I thought if you don't kill shoot a vampire becomes a werewolf. But I could be wrong. What the fuck are you talking about? I'm the, I don't know, man. I don't know. What? I, Is that a I, thing? Wait, I could be wrong. I'm a, <laughs> I don't know, man. I, must I, I got some wrong shit. I got like 30 different tabs open on Firefox right now, and they're all just wildly different shit that I don't even understand what's going on. And, and all of them are related to werewolves. <laughs> I don't know. What was, what was with werewolves and vampires when we were coming up, man? Like, between like... Twilight? I don't between know. Between Twilight and like... Um, even goosebumps, right? Like there was a bunch of shit. I don't know. It's so funny. I was actually I was recently talking to my wife about this. We were talking about like movies and whatever. And you know that old movie Van Helsing? I love that movie. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but like I I was guy. I was talking to her about it and she was like, Oh no, I hate all all uh vampires and werewolves because that fad just like killed it for me. And I was like, There was a fad? And I thought about it, I was like, there really was. Like there was, yeah. Everything yeah. was vampires. Everything and... was vampires and werewolves. That's crazy. I don't know why teen girls really wanted to fuck vampires and werewolves, but they did. It was preempting the furries, you know? (laughs) I I think there's a Gramscian analysis of this somewhere that I'm going to read. I have to find it. Oh, my God. So, yeah, we we were back in, what, April, right? Okay. Mm Mm-hmm. Classic greenhouse gaslighting moment. Where are we in the outline? <laughs> okay, so we were at SpaceX's rocket crashing. Yeah, four twenty. Uh, a mass cult suicide is uncovered in Kenya. Oh my god! What? 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 Yeah, yeah four hundred twenty. Four hundred twenty-nine followers of the Good News International Ministries are found in shallow graves throughout the forest, with over six hundred thirteen people missing. Jesus. My question Yikes. is, how can you call it a mass suicide if they're in shallow graves? Yeah, who buried them? Exactly. I don't want to And know. why do you bury people who commit mass suicide? Well, what, would, gotta, what else you, you gotta do You gotta them? put them somewhere, you, you right? You can't just like, I mean, leave them out. Uh, but that's the thing. If you guys all committed suicide, who buried oh, them? Oh, I see. Yeah, <laughs> someone had to not... Someone didn't drink the Kool-Aid. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Maybe the person who pulled the sword straw and now has to bury everyone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you bury the... someone and then you kill yourself somewhere else and then have somebody bury you and then so on and so forth. This, this is, is crazy. There's so many deaths. I did not, how did I not hear about this? This is crazy. Right. Because it was in Kenya. Well, I'm, t- I'm telling you, if it happens in Europe, it ne- it's news. If it happened in Africa, it's an incident. True. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. And if it happens in America... Just another day in Joe Brand's America. Joe Byron. Oh my God. Okay, May 1st. Uh, San Francisco based First Republic Bank falls and is auctioned off by the US FDIC to JP Morgan Chase for $10.7 billion. Now you auction off a bank. That don't even sound fucking right. <laughs> I'm getting a one billion, get a two billion, can I get a three? You, you auction it off like that. I I just, well, obviously, but like that just don't sound like something that you should be able to do. Like the banks sound like the people who should be running the auction, but you're auctioning the bank. <laughs> no, but like the, that... I would I would rather the FDIC did it than the banks doing their own auction. 
I don't know if the FDIC is doing anything. Uh, well, all I know is that the FDIC, if there ever is a bank crash, they will give you a hundred, a hundred K at least up to that. Yeah. yeah. Insured or something, right? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Don't have no more than that. Cause they <laughs> told you. Oh, God. <laughs> they said, fuck you. If you got more than that, you should invest bitch. <laughs> okay. This, this is unfortunate because I, this, it feels like the worst export of American violence. The third of May, a school shooting occurs. In uh, Belgrade, Serbia. Like, how did it reach a point where we're where we've exported the school shooting? This is sad. Nineteen people, too. Yeah, that's not good. But uh, at least it cost the government to increase regulation on gun ownership. America could never. Wow, that's that's an anti-export. Uh, a series of floods and landslides strikes villages in the Eastern Democratic Republic of the Congo, resulting mm. in 400 deaths. And the 5th of May, the World Health Organization ends its declaration of COVID-19 as being a global health emergency, but continues to refer to it as a pandemic. Make it pick, make sense, bitch. Listen, what? P- Why? Pick, a, I don't... Pick, pick a horse and ride it. What are y'all doing? <laughs> so it's a pandemic, but it's not an emergency. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so the 6th of May, the next day, the coronation of Charles III and Camilla mean, as king and queen. You mean Queen Charles? You mean Queen and Queen. <laughs> right. <laughs> of the United Kingdom and the other Commonwealth realms is held in Westminster Abbey, London. Okay, well, who, who's who else still, is... Who's still in the... Bro, <laughs> this, this shit okay. sound like a D&D campaign. Fuck you mean <laughs> Commonwealth <laughs> realms, bro. What is happening? <laughs> so so basically I know that the Commonwealth games are a thing and I know that like everyone in red still shows up. But like the blue is everyone who's still in it. <laughs> yeah, so it's yeah, Canada, that's why Australia, New Zealand. I'll yeah. never take a nigga from Canada seriously. Like, okay, bow down to the queen, bitch. Fake ass okay. police officers, fake ass plays. So the current the current Commonwealth Antigua and Barbuda, Australia, the Bahamas, Belize, Canada, Grenada, Jamaica, New Zealand, uh, Papua New Guinea, St. Kitts and Nevis, St. Lucia, St. Vincent and the Grenadines, the Solomon Islands, Tuvalu, and of course the United Kingdom itself. Damn, them niggas ain't got shit no more. (laughs) (laughs) They used to have a lot. They ain't got shit no more. Damn. Also, Jamaica, um, I do remember, was trying to get away from the UK. I don't know if they're still in the works, but that is something that they were trying to do this year. Yo, I Less than the power, at least. If if Jamaica goes independent, I want to pull up in Kingston for the independence party. <laughs> oh, my God. I feel like that would be lit. Oh my and god. This carnival will be insane. Okay, 7th of May, Syria is readmitted to the Arab League after being suspended since 2011. What the fuck? How you just going to suspend somebody? You ain't Arab no more. What You're the fuck? You're not Arab enough. I, I, think, I think it was the whole shit with Assad like back Arab in 2011. I, <laughs> no, it probably was with Assad, honestly. Yeah, it's probably yeah. Assad probably did something. Them niggas diet Arab now. Listen, regardless of how you feel about Assad, he probably did something to deserve it. He seemed like probably. the type. He, he definitely seemed like the type. Uh, 
let's see moving forward Canada and Saudi Arabia agree to restore full diplomatic relations after a breakdown in 2018 over the assassination of Jamal Khashoggi. How 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 easily things are forgotten. Let's see. Russia and Belarus signed an agreement in Minsk allowing the stationing of Russian tactical nukes in Belarusian territory. 28th May, your boy Recep Erdogan, he's not my boy, uh, wins again. <laughs> I will say that it's because of Erdogan you have like the the greatest Turkish memes of all time. Like Turkish memes are are out of pocket. Turkish memes are out of pocket. Why why are you telling me that this like um this man is walking in like from the left corner of his spice like store? <laughs> I cannot tell his gender, but he has a mustache. He pours honey and nuts into a jar and winks at me and that's the video. That's the video. <laughs> You have you have the Turkish barber videos coming out, and like I'm like, damn, your barber does all that for you. Shit. I will say that it has been a great year for Turkey. Um, Turkish Airlines has finally uh, created a direct flight from Detroit, so they they really are finding their demographic and going directly <laughs> to the source. Um, so I appreciate that about them. There's a lot of people, there's a lot of hairlines that are going to be changed in 24. True. Because of That's Turkey. a good prediction. That's a good prediction. <laughs> that is. I think we're we, about we, to we, see hairlines we've never seen before. <laughs> Marx did not predict the rise of air travel enforced by hair transplant therapy. He did <laughs> he not. Never, or BBLs, like any, any, any gender, um, uh, Confirming surgery. He never he never could have thought what was gonna happen. Oh my god. He doesn't that, have a a guideline for this. So so this was a similar discourse that was going around at the same time. It's not gonna be mentioned on Wikipedia. Remember when RFK was trying to like present like trans issues as like equivalent to like the evil vaccine? Is he still in the race? <laughs> like, I, I don't know. He's, he he's running around, independent. I, he I, he is now. Fuck me. Yeah, he's been. He he announced his run for independence. Uh, I mean, like I would say, I don't know if he'll make it to the ballot, but that was um a few months back. I don't I don't know what's going on, but I kind of feel like people are scared of syringes and are trying to like make that their political identity <laughs> where it's like yeah, they I hate vaccines. <laughs> oh, I'm just but, a but, little baby. Ah. It's it's like they so the this is when I saw the dumbest thing I ever seen in my life, which is like, uh, trans people are beholden to big pharma and like the and big pharma is trying to make everybody trans. Like what what's the benefit? Tell me, tell like, me where how... that's true. Tell me tell me like. Well, where, it's, where... it's not the cheapest. Can you say that about diabetes? <laughs> Can you say Sorry. that about like? Any other thing? People who need glasses? Like, what the fuck? I, I am I am purely of the mind now that, like, all of this hype being made about the vaccine and a certain kind of, like, right-wing populist uh, that, you know, it's nominally anti-pharma but doesn't challenge them in right. any meaningful way, you know? it's It all just boils down to, like, a phobia of needles. 
That's fair. You know, I, I don't wear my glasses and, you know, maybe maybe it is a phobia. Maybe they are trying to turn us all trans. Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? <laughs> okay. So moving forward, we're now at June. Uh, the train collision happened. I, I, again, that's just another thing that I completely forgot about. Yeah, the train collision in Odisha, India results in 296 deaths and more than 1,200 people injured. Um, 14th of June, scientists report the creation of the first synthetic human embryo from stem cells without the need for sperm or egg cells. Again, it's all fun and games until that embryo grows up and his classmates are like, ah, ha, ha, you, you have no sperm, no egg. <laughs> Kids will make fun of you for uh, no fucking more. reason. 18th June. A real person. All right, all right. 18th of June. Remember this: the Titan submersible implosion. All five crew members of Titan, a deep sea submersible exploring the wreck of the Titanic, are killed following a catastrophic implosion of the vessel. Dude, okay, wait. Let me talk about this for a second. Okay, yeah, I love this. I took a trip to Europe as like a, like, a, like a vacation, right around this time. I had no idea what was happening, okay? I come back, and just America is just different, okay? Like, everyone's <laughs> talking about how the Titanic makes a return somehow. Everyone's talking about how... Apparently, there was, like, a, like a, like a, like a, a fucking countdown to how much oxygen these people... I, that yeah, is that was insane. Weir- no, and the weirdest part about the countdown is the Coast Guard already knew they were dead. So what was the point of the countdown? Literally, I leave yeah. America for a week and everyone just loses their mind. It's it's the, insane. They literally knew the moment that that thing exploded, that it exploded. And they allowed for multiple different entities to still do a search for them. That's psychotic. But <laughs> including... um. Canada and America because they went off the coast of Nova Scotia because they didn't want to go through American regulations. And then America helped get the remains of an exploded submissible that happened the day that they fucking went down. Like four hours within. That's cr- four out. That's crazy. This was... um honestly like i mean i feel like this was just kind of one of those cases where it was like it had been nine years since that uh malaysia airlines flight uh, was it 370 or whatever i feel mm-hmm. like they were just looking for like another like what kind of like ridiculous like you know can we find the remains like or you know are, the, are these people like missing or whatever story i i feel like that was just like a big part of it because you're right like it was like you know there, there really shouldn't have been really any sense of mystery or wonder about this it should have just been like okay yeah like this is exactly what happened move on yeah and there was a lot of hay already made i think about like you know the wealth of all the people on the boat and their recklessness and wanting to go there and mm-hmm. the mom that forced her son to go on the hey. on it wait what and she, he, yeah, but there's so but much of this I don't know because I wasn't in the country for what what happened. The, there was five people. One of them was the CEO of the corporation. Um, there's like, and then the four other people were rich people. One of the two of the four people were a father and son. Where it was supposed to be the father and the mother who went, but the mom was like, "No, go spend time with your dad. Go have fun. Do this cool thing." And the kid's like, "I don't want to do this. This seems stupid and dangerous." And she's like, 
no, go. And then he fucking dies. Poor kid. I know. He's the only person I feel bad about in this situation. Well, that's yeah. another thing. That here's, here's the thing, too, because, like, there was a lot of, like, um, reporting, good reporting about how, like, the company that did the submersible knew that there were problems at every step. Mm-hmm. Many people blew the whistle, but the CEO, like, would not take no for an answer. And it was a stupid-ass setup. Like, basically, once you were in, you were, like, pressure-sealed. The material was not made to withstand the pressure. And furthermore, to control it, you're using, like, a 2005 Logitech video game controller and running what? it off of a TV. I'm being yeah. serious. What? What is I'm happening? Serious. What do you mean? Oh, yeah, yeah, I do remember that. Yeah, because, like, literally, I, I had, like, the same controller, more or less. <laughs> you're looking at it, I was like... <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, what? that's... You know? Yeah, it was it was really bad. He had like cost me like twenty bucks. He had like stuff from Camping World as like for like holding on and like lights and stuff. Like it was it was very he very handmade. He's a bit he was a very smart person, like actually educated. He had too much fucking money to even know what to do with it, and he was whistleblowed like by somebody who worked at a company who was like it it's not that it couldn't withstand the pressure it's that every single time it did this journey there were micro cracks in the glass because the glass wasn't regulated to go down that far but it could go down that far so no no no. let me let me rephrase it was fiberglass for aircraft Yes, but it still could it could withstand the pressure. It was regulated to withstand a certain amount of pressure, but they did this with the same machine over and over again. So there were there were successful missions. They have done this a few times, but because they're not using the right material uh, like glass to go down that deep, there were micro cracks. That led to the implosion. So did it? So it it, it just completely imploded under pressure. Yeah, it uh-huh. just as soon as it hit, they were all just like a crushed like can of coke. That is what happened. Oh uh, well, no, okay. it wasn't as soon. It they went down there. They were down there for a while, and then they lost communication, which they usually had a cell phone a to communicate phone? with. A cell phone. And because they were right above them, like there was a boat right above them in the water, that's how they communicated because it still had range. And their communication went out. They couldn't talk to each other. They couldn't, like, it was, it was just so many bad things. They they jerry-rigged this this situation. He had too much money. They allowed him to have too much power. Stop letting white men do stuff. Whatever well, they want. I, I agree. Well, <laughs> I have objections. Josh does great works for the show, so I say let that white man do what he wants. That, <laughs> that one specific one. Sure. Yeah, you get a pass. <laughs> but I appreciate but, it. But what, I, what, what I remember about how fucked the discourse was about this, right? This is also around the same time that like orcas are attacking people's yachts. <laughs> oh yeah. I'm so, on the orca side. Uh, so, on like like there was this stupid ass like discourse about like, well, you should show sympathy for them, regardless of whether or not they were rich. And there was this like 
renewal of like the rich people are oppressed discourse. Uh, oh, come on. Like capitalist is a slur discourse all over mm-hmm. again. Oh, yeah. And I think there's this like big like underlying question in all of this that like it never got addressed meaningfully, but like the subtext is there of like you're even in America, you're not allowed to admit you resent the one percent. You're not allowed to admit you resent like the capitalist class. Resentment of rich people is 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 not virtuous, especially like on the right. Uh, later that month, uh, the Russian invasion of Ukraine, the Wagner Group, uh, uh, what was it? They Was this when they tried to do the coup, or was this... No, this wasn't when they do the coup. That's later. Hang on. Okay. Well, the Wagner Group was a was an active participant like throughout the war. Um, yeah, yeah. But I thought this was the coup they did. The coup they did came later. Yeah. Um, yeah, they're, that was like they had seized a city. Yeah, so let's see. Fourteenth uh, of July, SAG-AFTRA announces it will begin a strike against the major film and TV studios in protest of low compensation, ownership of work, and generative AI. Twenty twenty-three, you have the Greece wildfires in, on the twenty-third of July. Tens of thousands of tourists fleeing roads and f- amid f- wildfires in a major heat wave. In what officials say is the largest evacuation in the country's history. My favorite part about that was all of the people who were tourists being like, they don't know what to do for me. Um, they're running. They're evacuating. They don't know what to do for themselves. There are wildfire. It's a wildfire in Greece. Like nobody thought this was going to happen. Mm-hmm. And there was just so many like tourists, like, oh, I just ruined my vacation. It's like, oh my god, you get burned up, please. Okay, August first, global warming. The world's oceans reach a new record high temperature of sixty-nine point seven three degrees Fahrenheit. Exceeding the previous record in 2016, July is also the hottest month on record globally average for globally average surface air temperatures by a considerable margin. And in, on the 8th of August, you had the 2023 Hawaii wildfires. So 17,000 acres of land are burned and at least 100 people are killed with four others missing when a series of wildfires break out on the island of Maui. 16th to the 21st of August, Hurricane Hillary. Uh, strikes the Baja California Peninsula and later Southern California, the region's first in 84 years. Uh, the 21st of August, you had the 2023 Canadian wildfires. 68% of the Northwest Territories are forced to evacuate to other parts of the country due to wildfires. What else? This is the year nature fights back. it's been the years that nature's been fighting back yeah yeah it's kind of a string what else Um, we got we also uh, on the 4th of august we have the montgomery brawl oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. talk about about it yeah yeah. so um in montgomery alabama very we know (laughs) we know the history there 
Um, there was a, uh, captain, a co-captain of a ship trying to assist a, like, ferry to dock, um, which is his job. And there was a group of white people who were on their own little boat who were in the way and decided that they didn't want to move and they wanted to be extremely disrespectful. And they went up to try to fight the co-captain. The co-captain throws his hat in the air and starts to take on like the seven or eight dudes who come up to fight him. While that is happening, there are people who are on the ferry that is trying to dock who see this, who are the co-workers of this man who start to help. There is someone who gets jumps off of the ferry to swim over to fight people. There are people who are on the docks that just go in and start fighting these white people who are trying to like gang up on this one black man and it becomes a brawl. Like they are fighting. And um, there, there's a few people who go to jail. A lot of them are white, the white people who are a part of it. But there are also, um, there's a man who hits a woman with a folding chair, knocks uh, her mm. on the head a few times. He ends up going to jail, but I just uh, heard he did not get charged. They decided <laughs> not to charge him. It like literally just came out this month. Incredible. Um, so yeah, it was a it was a very nice time knowing everything that happens in Alabama, knowing the racism that was um that was obviously there when the yeah. white folks decided that they wanted to start fighting a man who was doing his job and telling them to what to do. It it was a community moment and a great time to be on Twitter. Um especially black Twitter. And I'm very happy I got to see that. It was the day after my birthday. So any birthday blues I was having kind of went away when I saw that um, <laughs> because it's just so amazing to, to see the, the community efforts. And all come, all come together. Black history is every day. Black history is every day. So there's not all gloom that happens. Um, and a lot of the, the white people did go to jail because they started the fight. <laughs> so yeah. amazing time in history. You do love to see it. Speaking, speaking of fights, uh, on the 15th of September, uh, the UAW begins a strike against the three largest automakers, namely Ford, General Motors, and Stellantis. Did we miss the um, writer strike? No, I mentioned it earlier. Okay. I heard SAG after, but I didn't hear writers. I think, I think writers started at least around the same time, right? Yeah. Yeah, they were pretty much uh, like, yeah, it was pretty much back to back. Yeah, because they don't even have uh, they don't even have the Starbucks strikes mentioned on this. They don't have um... Those were pretty brief, weren't they? I yeah, I didn't follow them too closely this year, unfortunately. There's still a lot of union efforts, a lot of um 
a lot of Starbucks, not a lot, but a good amount that have started union efforts have completed them. So they do have union um, and they do have union representation, but there is still a lot of union busting from Howard Union Buster Schultz, um, Starbucks CEO and demon in charge. Yeah. And friend of Israel. Mm, yikes. Big, big friend. Big friend of Israel. I mean, luckily, uh, the, uh, the UAW, the, the strike, I think, was ultimately very successful. They got a crazy good deal. Yeah. That was, that was, it was fun to work on. Fun. Glad to, glad to see the union popping off, especially since they ousted all their, uh, all their very corrupt leadership and actually was able to be a lot more militant than have been in the past. Yeah, I mean, definitely the union episode we did was probably one of the fun ones we really got a chance to do this year. Mm-hmm. But I think seeing that, like, there is a wellspring of radical action and, like, solidarity, even in what we've deemed to be, like, a pretty depressing year, you know, it's it's those things you have to hold on to. Well, the UAW strike just, like, shows how diverse um the auto industry is and like you if you would go to any striking site you would see a rainbow of people like different uh, like colors different races different sexualities different all of that and it's just Mm -hmm. that's what it means to be like a union person it's not this this white union guy from the East Coast. <laughs> I'm union in here. Like it is normal everyday people, especially when you look at it in Michigan. Um, very diverse group of people who are in the unions. For sure. Um, let's see, moving forward from there. 21st of September, Rupert Murdoch, another demon. Uh, announces his retirement and passes his businesses on to his son Lachlan. What kind of name is that? Wait, what? Wait, right, what? <laughs> Lachlan Keith McMurdoch is an Australian British American businessman and mass media heir. Damn. Looking at him, the British and the Australian well, was. Okay, that, that, that's Pops. That's Pops. <laughs> <He's fighting. laughs> There's Lachlan. <laughs> <laughs> they was fighting. <laughs> uh, Murdoch led News Corp and Fox and formerly Sky Group. Let's see. This was also um, just a just a rare uh, France L. Actually, a common France L. These this year, right. like always. They, it, it, I mean, that's the thing is France was at their best when the when the emperor was Italian. What does what does that yeah. tell you, folks? Yeah. What does that tell you? <laughs> uh, 24th of September, the 2023 Nigerian crisis, uh, French President Emmanuel Macron announces that France will end its military presence in Niger and will recall its ambassador from the country. Let's see, moving to October. So th- this is a this is a literal vibe shift because I remember like probably the 3rd or 4th of October, um, I'm setting up the episodes to talk about, because this is also not mentioned here. Um, Former Senator, now I forgot her name. Diane Feinstein. Feinstein? Dead. Yeah, yeah, Diane Feinstein dies around the same time Kevin McCarthy is moved, removed yep. as House Speaker. And I thought like that would be like all of the coverage we had to do that week. And then as soon as I upload that episode, 
uh, that's when the 7th of October incidents are happening in Israel. And I'm like, God. <laughs> I'm yeah, yeah uh, the, October was probably, like, maybe the craziest month of the year. Mm-hmm. Probably, yeah. I will say, um, rest in peace to a real demon, Diane Feinstein. <laughs> she is so evil. Um, I know the devil himself had to be at the opening of the gates being like, my liege. Um, <laughs> she, um, I, I'm not gonna, I, I joke about this, but she, she really did. Um, I don't care what anyone said. She killed Harvey Milk. Um, I, I will go into a whole thing with you if you want to, but she killed Harvey Milk. <laughs> Uh, uh, I might, I might have to edit allegedly, that maybe. I, I, I may, ha- I may have to heavily edit that like, allegedly. <laughs> I like how. Okay, edit- okay. She she profited off of the death of Harvey Milk. How about uh, that? that was that was that was the thesis of the episode, kinda. Yeah, I, I basically <laughs> said, regardless of what you believe, the person who stood most to benefit was Diane Feinstein, and I'll leave it at that. <laughs> Oh my god, the new the new paradigm for editing the podcast is only edit Sky's clips. <laughs> <laughs> he we talked about putting a pin in every time I say something ridiculous so he can just go back to it. Um just click a pen into but, the mic. It's like that's where I know where it is. But that's <laughs> the thing. When do I don't say something ridiculous? So maybe just don't have me on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. All right. Uh, so let's see. Seventh of October, right after Israel-Hamas war, Hamas launches an incursion into southern Israel from the Gaza Strip, prompting a military response from the Israel from the IDF. Israel launches numerous airstrikes on Lebanon after rockets are fired by Hezbollah, and further attempts are made to penetrate Israel. Same day, a series of earthquakes occur in Afghanistan, killing over a thousand and injuring nearly two thousand, with tremors felt in Iran and Turkmenistan. The earthquakes are the deadliest in the country since 1998. Uh, And the next day, Israel's security cabinet formally declares war for the first time since 1973. And I think this was another big one. The 11th of October, ExxonMobil announces it will acquire Pioneer Natural Resources for $65 billion dollars. The first of the two major energy industry acquisitions of the month. The second occurs less than two weeks later on on the 23rd, where Hess announces it will be acquired by Chevron for $50 billion. Uh, The 13th, after this went under the radar, after British regulators' approval, Microsoft closes its $68.7 billion acquisition of Activision Activision Blizzard. Which I am happy about, I'm not going to lie. I don't like Microsoft, and I don't like Blizzard, but I'm glad Blizzard. I'm glad Microsoft bought Blizzard. Is it is it because they'll finally kill Blizzard, or because there's something good to be gained here? Um, it's it's more of just like rooting for the lesser demon. Like Blizzard was so bad. Like if, if you if you want to realize how bad Blizzard was, like go look at some of the lawsuits. Like it was just abhorrent. I mean, just, like, just with the Overwatch stuff. Like I I know like that was. No, 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 There's no, a, no, no, you're no. Even worse. take a, take a big step back, like worse. Like people were like sexually harassed. People were, uh, like sexually assaulted. Um, the office oh. culture was, it was, it, it was disgusting. Like Blizzard should be destroyed, like dismantled, completely gone. 
um, because of the stuff. That, but honestly, the reason why Microsoft ended up buying Blizzard was more because of the um, less because the of the IPs actual content. At yeah, it was more for the IPs. Which again, if we're looking at it from a consumer side, you know, computer uh, consumer standpoint, it's like I'm so happy with it because overall, or you know, I I do like playing some of Blizzard's games, and hopefully we we get better management. But all in all, Blizzard is like the worst of the worst. And this is saying something because I also hate Microsoft. Like we all know how much I hate Microsoft, but Blizzard is far worse. Yeah, them lawsuits not looking good. Yeah, it was it, like it's, it was <laughs> insane. looking real bad. Uh, so moving forward from there. Uh, 17th of October, an explosion occurs at the Al-Ali Arab, Arab Hospital, where displaced Palestinians are taking refuge. Many fatalities are reported, but estimates vary significantly from 100 is this... to... I was going to say, weren't there a bunch of hospitals? They uh... yeah, yeah, this is this is just the one they reported. This is, yeah, this is the this big is the one, because this is the one that... They said that they didn't bomb right, and then right. they started bombing hospitals and being like, yeah, we do that shit. Yeah, exactly. It's like it's like everyone right. got so yeah, mad because the... people were like, "Israel did it." Israel's like, "No, we didn't." And then they're like, "Yeah, but what about the other ones?" You know, like and they're like, "Well, like they're LOLs. like, no, we never would bomb a hospital." And then the next day, bomb well, you guys didn't understand all Hamas the hospitals. Was in the hospital. Yeah, they right, had guys. tunnels. The Remember, tunnels. Hamas, Hamas is everywhere. You got to blow up everything, right? Yeah. Hamas members can be on this apparently. podcast right now. Don't joke about that. They'll actually get us. Right, they will bomb <laughs> us. Yeah, but like, you might have to edit that out. Sorry. <laughs> we <might> have, yeah, <laughs> sorry, bro. You're not leaving the country. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I, I, I might I might not put this in the in the final episode, but like um I do have a trip to India scheduled for next year. So I'm applying for like the global entry thing where they don't feel your balls up at TSA. Yeah, they just Dude. let you through with facial. You don't want to. Yo, TSA, TSA is gonna randomly select you and then just play this podcast episode. That's, yeah, it's that's not that they nightmare. won't touch your balls. It's that you're less likely to get your balls touched. Mm, it's not gotcha. that they won't. Well, no, the way it's supposed to work is like they know you, so there will be a camera looking at your face and that'll let you in. You know what I'm why, saying? Why are you so shy about getting your balls touched, dude? Right, man, <laughs> go for it. Okay, because I'll tell you, because like every every time this happens, and like now that I know it's happening to just anybody, does this like regularly happen where people like random people feel up your balls? This happens every single time he goes to it, the ha- it happens, and like the fact that it's happening to like it happens to white people or even black people too is weird, right? But it's like, but it happens I know, to I know, you I know, every I, single time. It just, <laughs> every if, if single time, big, if a guy has big thighs and somewhat sizable balls. <laughs> TSA is like, listen, bro. We got, we got to check you, bro. We got to check this. I got to check those balls. And we got, we got to check this. Big. And the, and the thing is, big. is like every time they do it, right? Um, the balls are too big. They will. The, kill no, you. no, no. But then, but then, like they're like, now, sir, we can do this in privacy, or we can do this out here. And then I ask, can we please do this in the private booth? And then the no, TSA guy, do it out there, but, man. No, but no, but here's the thing: the TSA guy, he needs the, a session. The, he 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 looks at me afraid. He's like, "Hey, bro, I don't want to be alone in a man. Please, I'm scared. I'm scared, man. I don't want to be alone in a room with a man. Can we do it out here? I'm I'm feeling scared. I'm feeling pressured, dog. I can't do it." So it's like, "Okay, fine. We'll do it out here." They find the most embarrassing position to like bend me over at like 35 degrees and get my balls from the back. Yo, While that's the rest crazy. of the TSA line is going through and watching. 
That's cr- I I just assumed that like it would be better if there's people there because maybe they it's not they better would have it's some not. sense of 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 shame but they really don't that's crazy. they don't they don't because you know what they you, the, shamed the, by the like secrecy of it because or the, like oh you just went out in there with a dude but that's the thing is like the bystander effect is real right and like we're all like true yeah prone to like as soon as something bad is happening or something is happening right like. We it sounds all like being prone's the issue. Right, right. But I mean we're conditioned into it, right? It's like, you know, what's what causes the less the least amount of trouble? If someone's shouting or whatever, or something weird is happening, you know, better to keep your head down and keep walking. A lot of us do it. We all do it. So it's a societal problem more than anything else. But you know, that that kicked in a lot because like everyone saw this was bullshit. I knew it was bullshit. The TSA guy knew it was bullshit, but you know, everyone's got to get to their flight. <laughs> what are you going to do? Yeah. Oh, my God. Um, 25th of October, Hurricane Otis uh, makes landfall in Mexico near Acapulco, leaving at least 80 dead. It is the most powerful hurricane to make landfall in Mexico, with the highest winds reaching 165 miles an hour, surpassing Hurricane Patricia's landfall in 2015. Okay, jumping to November now. Um, November 1st, the first AI safety summit takes place in the UK with 28 countries signing a world-first agreement on how to manage the riskiest forms of AI. And then absolutely nothing happened. The Mm -hmm. next day, to market the the potential of AI, I'd say, the Beatles... Released now and then, <laughs> the band's last ever song featuring AI restored vocals by John Lennon as well as guitar tracks by George Harrison. See, I'm not mad at AI restoring vocals. I'm mad at AI creating creating vocals. Yeah. yeah. Well, from, from what I understand, is like they just had to like get the background noise out of the recording, so they were able to use AI to do that. Right. Which is like what AI should be doing like that yeah, that's, is, like that's a good that is what AI, it yeah. is should be for not to like make john legend say yoko ono you are a dirty bitch and you ruined the beatles like <laughs> he should have said that himself she's so um, obsessed with him like she i mean i think i would be like that too but like oh my god get over it girl Oh God! He wasn't even that cute. He wasn't cute at all. Actually, that's gonna get us canceled. Of all the things we've said on the show, that will get us canceled. Don't make me say that one quote from him. Oh my God! <laughs> all right. So on the sixth of November, the death toll in Gaza is reported to have passed ten thousand. Speaking with the Israeli Prime Minister, United States President Joseph Robinette Biden calls for a humanitarian pause in the fighting to increase the flow of aid to civilians. Genocide Joe. I hate that they're said, crediting him for that. Like, I get it, but, like, I hate that. Also, what, what did that pause do? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, this whole time, he's saying, oh, a ceasefire can never happen. It'll never happen. It can never happen. And then, like, once one actually pops off, because, you know, people actually want a ceasefire, then he's like, oh, yeah, I did that. That was me. Yeah, right. you know, I mean... <sighs> Very thing- democratic of him. Right. So so people are talking about, like, 
the efficacy of the the bear hug strategy of if Biden ingratiates himself with Netanyahu early enough in the conflict, he can extract concessions later down the line. I'm not a hundred percent sure how that's happening, but what we are seeing is um an increasing recognition of the contradictory relationship the United States has with Israel as well as just contradictions within our political system, right? Um but 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 also just like the necessity of this conflict is 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 somewhat being brought into question as well. And that it's just it just remains to be seen to me like how will this play out but also like how does this resolve meaningfully right i don't i don't know how with the current assumptions and the current actions people in power are taking you know that we see this resolve meaningfully anytime soon and i know that's a very trite to say especially now well i mean you know kind of the the most like complete resolution would be you know kind of you know the worst outcome, right? Like, is you know, because I think that's at, at the current trajectory, that's the more likely form of resolution for this conflict. I think. I mean, it's possible that we get to a point where a public opinion. I mean, like, and I, and I think Israel has already damaged its public opinion a lot. But I think, right. um, you know, particularly like as they're trying to sort of like pressure for like war in Iran, I think that like that's, I think, kind of a no go. Like, I I don't think that that's like something that anyone really like wants outside of israel and I, I think that they'll like find some serious troubles with that if they really um do try to make um that push for the united states so i, I don't know i mean i, I don't i, I it, it's it, it's an ugly situation and you know we've been talking about it for you know since october um at least um and it, it's there, there's no clear end in sight it has continued to remain ugly. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and, you know, frankly, like maybe it's probably unrealistic to expect it to, you know, I mean, we, we were, you know, if this is, if we're going to, you know, I, I don't really like the nine 11 comparisons, but you know, it's, you know, if, it, if you look at our response to that, those wars, um, lasted decades. So. Yeah. Yeah. It's it, this new stage of, I, I don't know. Because there was a whole discourse about, like, do you call this thing settler colonialism? Do you call it imperialism? Do you call it whatever? What can be said, though, is that, like, long-term conflict and, like, unstable conditions seem to be our new norm. Very unfortunately. Well, on that note, too, let's see, 14th to the 17th of November... Uh, President Biden hosts the APEC summit in San Francisco, uh, attended by Chinese President Xi Jinping, marking the first time since 2017 that he set foot in the U.S. Both countries at the conclusion of the summit agree to reopen suspended channels of military communications and to cooperate in their fight against climate change. Mm. Okay. So, I mean, so we're getting the shooters and we're, and we're like, what? We're... We're doing a drive-by on climate change. What are we doing? <laughs> right. <laughs> That's the thing. It's like we keep having all these summits. It's like nothing's happening. It's like I have I have no faith in them. I just I I don't know because like if you're at the summit and then the drawdown is okay, we have to dr- meaningfully drop carbon uh, carbon production in these sectors. 
you know, you're you're asking for like the capitalist system as we understand it to suffer in some extent. I don't know who has the the commitment and the drive to to fulfill that, you know, at this at in in this present order. Yeah. Who ha- who has the who has the stones to say, yeah, I'm I I'm okay if you don't make money for a bit. Like look at somebody in the eyes and be like, yeah, you don't you don't need those millions, bro. <laughs> that will never happen. Right. That that is that is that remains to be seen. Uh, on the seventeenth of November, the global average temperature temporarily exceeds two degrees Celsius above the pre-industrial average for the first time in recorded history. Nineteenth uh, of November, Australia defeats India and wins the twenty twenty-three Cricket World Cup. Only I care about that. Yep. Um, <laughs> I the- never see you watch cricket. Exactly. <laughs> Fake cricket liker. Man, wait a minute. only like cricket when it's convenient. We're killing kayfabe here. Come on. <laughs> it's crazy they really put cricket on here, but you know, chess has been having championships. What's chess has been going crazy oh this year. God. Chess has been going literally insane. Wasn't that yeah. like the big cheating scandal this year? For There's chess? been yeah, multiple. Yeah, yes. cheating yeah. scandal yeah. on here. That was crazy. He had a vibrator up his booty. <laughs> Allegedly. Yeah. <laughs> allegedly. 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 <laughs> oh my god. That was the craziest thing because I was literally like, how do you cheat in chess? And then I went down the rabbit hole and niggas be cheated in chess. Like that's crazy. That's crazy. <laughs> I mean, people make millions off of this. Like it makes sense. I know. It really uh, like when I realized that, it's like, oh, y'all really get money for this? Yeah, I'll put a vibrator on my booty hole. Y'all let me know the answer. <laughs> Some oh people goodness. do it for free, you know? You know <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm right, saying, I you know? I for millions. Could you I imagine accidentally nutting at a chess competition because the vibrator hit the, ra- hit the wrong spot? Could you imagine? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Maybe that'll give you an edge up on everybody else. Speaking of edging. <laughs> oh, actually, speaking of which, uh, did you guys see that, that this was a post that uh, Microsoft Edge put out? Uh, they deleted it quickly. But they said it's almost the end of the year, and we want to see how you hashtag edge show oh us your most God. memorable edges. No, what is you, they knew what they were doing, right? Like they had to, they knew what they were doing. There's no yeah, way. I mean, they, no. they deleted it. It's been but, deleted. Uh, but like, what? What do you like? What do you mean? Like, what? What were they actually trying to say with that? I mean, well, the thing is, is I saw like Adobe do that, and it was like, show us what you've been doing in your Adobe, like all this stuff. Well, like, it's like it's shop. using. They're using like <laughs> Edge as like their search term. Like, why would but, you? <laughs> it doesn't work. Come on. No. Man. Also, Microsoft Edge is the worst. I'd rather have Internet Explorer. <laughs> At least that's a bitch you know. True. I don't like these new bitches. Wait, is it is it Edge just Internet Explorer? It's like, reskin, yes, yeah. it's like a reskin. It's yeah, like a reskin slower Internet Explorer. I though. would rather it just be Internet Explorer. Because <laughs> at least she had memes. Oh my god. She That's would have true. been like, yeah, I really like the Montgomery Brawl today. I love that that's just happening right now. <laughs> right now. <laughs> All right. Um this this gives me this this makes me feel the same way as Internet Explorer does. 
the 2023 Argentine presidential election. Oh, uh, oh, Milley, or the the most libertarian to ever libertarian, wins in the second round of the 2023 Argentine presidential election, assuming on 10th December. Now, anyone who doesn't know, like he is a right wing libertarian with minarchist and anno, uh, anarcho-capitalist principles. He hired a um, psychic to speak to his dead dog. Oh, he... <laughs> that's how he, that's okay, how he gets you, economic advice. I'm not even joking. You would do that. Um, let's see. <laughs> He's not running a real country, though. Come on. <laughs> at, now. At, at school, he was nicknamed El Loco for his outburst and aggressive rhetoric. Oh, oh God. Just a normal uh, guy. You, know? just, just, you, just a, just a you didn't normal. even talk about the worst part. I I mean I mean okay literally like um I, his first lady is his sister I think I think what that, the f- yeah. what yeah. Lindsey Graham to be fair said that would be his first lady too if he was elected president okay but the thing is but like he Lindsey does Graham a bitch though a uh, uh, supposed bitch who Lindsey Graham no um oh do Javier Milley? Milley? Yeah. yeah Javier. He does have a a girlfriend, a domestic so is, partner. They, they were saying this on Chapo, where like all libertarian dudes have horrible hair as like a signal to each other. Yeah, that's the worst part <laughs> of him. Is that I, he I has wooden chops. chops. I watch all the look at chops in twenty twenty three. But but look yeah. at the fit. Look at the fit. This is ridiculous. You got that stupid ass libertarian flame button, and you got a <laughs> pinstripe suit. In in twenty nineteen, in the year, the twenty ninth year of our Lord. <laughs> Who is wearing a pinstripe suit? Unironically, yeah, anarcho capitalists apparently. Munchop um, dudes. And then I think I think I mean he is literally the type of guy who like probably jacks off to like Milton Friedman every night. He is that guy. Aaron Rand. <laughs> uh, let's see. Um, his rise to prominence during the twenty twenty three presidential collab- presidential campaign, fueled by his primary win sparked widespread attention, as did his central bank abolition and dollarization proposals. Uh, He is known for his flamboyant personality, distinctive personal style, and strong media presence, which at times causes controversy, and his embrace of conspiracy theories, including the cultural Marxism conspiracy theory. He has also called climate change a socialist lie, and said that concerns about it are nothing more than deceptions promoted by the neo-Marxists. As are those related to the attempts to overturn the 2020 U.S. presidential election. Echoing Donald Trump, he also claimed electoral fraud ahead of the 2023 presidential runoff. Like like other right-wing populists, his rhetoric focuses on opposing what he calls the political caste. Uh, Millet's party was criticized for including among his candidates neo-nazis and apologists for the last military dictatorship jesus christ during his career he has also been involved in several investigations and has been accused of having a violent attitude towards journalists and critics as well as of misogynistic behavior including towards women in journalism he is a cosplayer and is a superhero persona called general ancap he also champions free love your most sane ancap right there Oh my god. The free love is him fucking his sister. 
I mean, that's why. That's why it. he's an ANCAP. That's why he's an ANCAP. He wants to remove his... government restrictions on. I mean, isn't I mean, that seems to be like. I mean, I guess kind of like backtracking a bit to our discussion before, but I mean, that does seem to be like half of the like libertarian motive, right? It's just like I want to be able to, you know, either you know, commit incest or like you know, pedophilia. It's it's yeah. it's like one or the oh, other. Both. both. Yeah. Oh my god! While raised Catholic, Millet has been critical of the Catholic Church under Pope Francis. And his disparaging comments about Francis attracted criticism from Catholics. He also reads the Torah daily and has visited the grave of Orthodox Rabbi Menachem Mendel Schneerson. Before November 2023, he said he contemplated converting to Judaism, but that observing the Sabbath could pose challenges if he became president. Upon being elected president, it was reported that he intended to convert to Judaism. Okay. What? <laughs> How is this guy real, dude? That's crazy. He owns five English mastiffs. Just so you know, these are some big fellas. Oh, yeah. We're, we're talking about this. And I think he cloned the one Queen of them. Queen Heather Corgis. He's oh, yeah, got his he mastiffs. You know? one. Yeah. He cloned the, one? Yeah, with the progenitor being named Conan, who died in 2017 after suffering from spinal cancer. He considers Why Conan. Why did you clone a nigga that, with spinal cancer? <laughs> He, he oh, I mean, so do we believe in genetic that. destiny or, or not? Oh, yeah. Jesus. You that out of everybody you could clone. Why would it be the He considers Conan his own son and has named four of Conan's six clones, including one named after the other and another named Angelito. Milton, in honor of Milton Friedman. Murray, in honor of Murray Rothbard. Robert and Lucas, both named after Robert Lucas Jr. So we're talking like demonic American uh, right, economists. the worst. The this worst. dude is literally insane. Like, uh, Millet said he, he, he said that he cloned Conan because he understands cloning as a way of approaching eternity. To do this, he went to a clinic in the United States. The process cost him about $50,000. He has called his dogs the four-legged, his four-legged children and thank them after his electoral win. There you okay. have it, folks. Libertarians I, and dog people. Mental illness. I can I can excuse the sister fucking. What? I can excuse uh, uh, being a libertarian, fine. but I cannot excuse how crazy it is to clone your uh, unhealthy dog multiple times and to call them your children and. That's like the most would you clone your it? child? Would you like clone a child? That's the most normal <laughs> thing he did. Died, and you're just gonna <laughs> clone your kid? I mean, is that like the like, plot of like uh, like a million science fiction movies? Like kid <laughs> dies, we clone the kid. Real. <laughs> well, I mean, a Black Mirror episode being real is different than just a Black Mirror episode. I mean, you you haven't had a child or clone one yet don't knock it till you try it <laughs> don't knock it till you try it oh, yeah that's no. my fault i don't have a child to clone so i can't talk about the clone the you, can clone your, you, can, you can you can clone yourself and raise it as your child so so to, to give you more hate fuel for this guy oh my god um Millet proposes reducing government ministries and addressing economic challenges through spending cuts and fiscal reforms criticizing previous ad administrations for excessive spending. He has praised the economic policies of former British Prime Minister Margaret Thatcher and called her a great leader. 
Oh, oh no, no. that bitch. That's kind of wild. Mom, it's like someone in like Argentina like saying that. Like I, that's what I'm saying. Is like really after the Falklands? Oh, okay, okay. Here, here's where. Speaking of the Falklands, okay. Um, a social conservative, he opposes abortion and euthanasia, is indifferent to same-sex marriage, and supports privatization in education and healthcare. Opposes mandatory vaccination, supports drug legalization and the legalization of prostitution. Uh, as a supporter of the right to keep and bear arms, advocates deregulation of firearm ownership and immigration restrictions for criminals in foreign policy, criticizes the IMF, opposes trade unions, boo, aligns with anti-socialist figures like Donald Trump and Jair Bolsonaro, and, Super pro- boo. and prioritizes alliances with the United States and Israel, cautious about oh. relations with China, supports Ukraine against Russia, and advocates dialogue about the Falklands War. What does that mean? What, yeah, what, is that? I, 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 what do you mean dialogue? by that? What dialogue, bro? What, <laughs> what dialogue? I mean, like, the issue's <laughs> over, right? Like, I'm really to facilitate that dialogue. What was the issue? I don't get it. I'm finna facilitate it. <laughs> I just want to be there. I don't even want to facilitate it. I just think we should, we should, I just think we should talk about it, you know? Yeah, I mean, I, I guess if the dialogue is I'm what just happened... A, I'm just a dude asking questions. <laughs> oh, God. Okay, so that freak is president of Argentina. Yeah. Um, the 22nd of November, Israel and Hamas agreed to a four-day ceasefire, the first pause in fighting since the 7th of October, during which many Israeli hostages will be released in exchange for Palestinian prisoners. Did y'all see the videos of, like, when they were getting released, they're dapping up the Hamas guys? <laughs> they literally video. were like, keep in touch, see you soon. Hugs and kisses and all this other shit. It's, it, it, it is insane shit going on. I do not. I it's, don't... it's the equivalent. It really is the equivalence of, like, getting dropped off for summer camp and being like, I don't want to be here. And then, like, loving everyone and being pen pals with them. <laughs> but basically like, there was a video like and again like the whole problem with like this conflict right now is that the news is one thing and cable news has really diminished in quality these past couple years online like newspaper publications are hit or miss and then you have to go off of like cell phone footage and like news sources from other countries on like social media like mm-hmm. the, the the actual apparatus of obtaining news has gotten like more like uh amorphous yeah uh as the years have gone on lately it's it's hard for like for anyone to get like a complete picture from one source and i doubt we will have the the full story until way too late but it it is going to show that like israel's um former like foothold in like public opinion and uh, rep and reputation uh is not the same as it used to be it really isn't yeah they really lost the the culture war well i i don't think they've they've it's I over the culture war is over culture war is over <laughs> they lost it i it's I do... well it's like when you can get on social media and see the murdering of like hundreds of thousands of people or well, not hundreds of thousands, but thousands of people. Like it's really hard to be like, yeah, 
Israel is doing what is right and great. And then when you see your president do secret arms deals with that country and like there's companies that are creating the bad things here in America and shipping them over. It's really hard to see the, like, these are the good guys doing the good work. Like it's, it's hard to even pretend like that is a reality or that could be a reality for realistic people. Well, I think it's less of that and more of like the, the, the contours of who's on what camp have already been determined. And more than that, like, the the Hasbara and like the pro IDF side has won over everyone it's already gonna win over. I think the 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 camps are like discreet now, but what we are experiencing now is like because there's no way to like push the levers, we are getting more culture war style uh argument as well as just like real bitter shit directed towards anybody calling for um any humanitarian uh relief or or just any anything like short of rest is 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 being is being like resisted you know so again like like we said earlier it it's been ugly it continues to be ugly but it's also like it's like looking at things trapped in glass, almost. I don't know if that helps or 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 or, 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 or puts anything into perspective. <laughs> um, moving moving from there, um, the Dutch general election, a far right geared wielders party for freedom. So this guy is also like the Dutch Javier Millet. Uh, wins the most seats again for the fucked up hair. It's always the fucked up hair. You're it's right. Fucked up <laughs> hair. I'm telling you, he's been described as the Dutch Trump, so that that can tell you exactly. You gotta have fuck ass hair, man. If you oh gonna do God. that evil shit. <laughs> then the 30th of November, uh, Brazil announces it will join OPEC at a meeting of the organization to discuss oil output strategy in 2024. Brazil is the largest oil producer in South America, producing 4.6 million barrels per day of oil and gas. That's insane. All right. Now, bringing us back uh, to December, so we will finally be caught up to the present soon. Uh, the 3rd of December, the Gua uh, Guyana Esquiba crisis. Venezuela votes in a symbolic referendum on whether voters agreed with creating a subdivision in the disputed territory of Guyana Esquiba. Uh, currently under the control of neighboring Guyana. Analysts say the referendum's practical implications are likely to be minimal, although to be honest, wherever there's oil, there's problems. True. Mm -hmm. That is all I will weigh in on. Yeah, fair enough. I just love um, the reports of like the U.S. military getting involved, literally just to defend Exxon's contract in the area. Yep. They're not beating the oil allegations. They're not beating mm -hmm. the oil allegations at all. Uh, let's see, 6th of December, Google DeepMind releases the Gemini language model. Gemini will act as a foundational model integrated into Google's existing tools, including Search and Bard. Yeah, this was, this was literally just a result of the, 
earlier in the year. We I think we actually kind of briefly talked about it. The AI like space race sort of yeah. What this is essentially the result of that. Yeah. Uh, then the twelfth of December, uh, COP twenty eight, or basically the oil salesmen's uh, convention this year. Um, in Dubai, a consensus is reached for countries to transition away from fossil fuels. The first such agreement in the conference's 30-year history. We're finally at a consensus to transition away. What does, in practical, just practically, what does that mean? They can't even tell you. Yeah, also, I don't think it's like, I still don't think it's going to happen, right? Like, a lot of the people at COP28 are literally, like, heavily invested within fossil fuel industry. So it's like... I'm is telling really... you what I'm telling you what's going to happen. The Earth Federation is going to start sending people to space colonies. <laughs> there we go. I I just want my big suit. Okay, give me one of them, and we're good. <laughs> All right. I just don't know what we thought that the group of useless useless niggas was going to do about you mean the United Nations. Yeah, the United Nations. Um, <laughs> like I don't know. They just get together. Literally, like we said, and they do a circle jerk and talk about how their country's doing good and how their country can do be doing better by doing this. And then they they all shake with their cummy hands and then they just go sit back down and do nothing. Yes, this is getting edited, right? But that is one thing that I... I 100% agree with Sky, though. I'm not... Don't, don't, keep that in there. Keep that in there. What does get me, though, is, like, the amount of, like, unserious people who think the UN has any binding power. Oh, no, it doesn't even have military. Like, no, it can't do anything. Like, yeah. a lot of people... It does like, nothing. A lot of people are like, come on, the UN's got to be in charge of this. I'm like, what? what do you mean? It's not the Earth Federation yet. It's just the UN. <laughs> like, yeah. In the future, you will have two sides: the Earth Federation, fascist, or or the or um or Zeon, fascist. Your choice. Man, what a, what a, what a, what an optimistic prediction! Right. <laughs> Sometimes I feel like Tomino at the end of Zeta. I don't know what to tell yeah. you. <laughs> um, let's see. 18th of December, a number of shipping companies, including oil giant BP, announced a temporary suspension of their operations in the Red Sea due to continued attacks on vessels by Houthi rebels. Um, and at least 131 people are killed and 16 reported missing in an earthquake in northwest China. Uh, 21st of December... The European Court of Justice rules that threats by FIFA and UEFA to sanction football clubs that wish to join the European Soccer League are unlawful. There you have it, folks. Justice is served. Wow. And <laughs> <laughs> uh, just another, another horrible thing America has exported, mass shootings. The deadliest mass shooting in the Czech Republic's history occurs at a university. Great with university. 15 killed and 25 oh, others wounded. Wow. Damn, uh, the deadliest being 15 killed. America could never. America could literally never. Right. I mean, oh my gosh. And then, so 26, 22nd of December, the death toll in Gaza is reported to have passed 20,000. Fuck me. Almost 1% of its population and surpassing the casualties in the 1948 Arab-Israeli War. <sighs> and then the last event, the list... Uh, Russia launches the largest wave of drones and missiles on Ukrainian cities, 
since the start of the war in a widespread overnight assault on cities across the country, killing at least 39 and injuring at least 160 others. The way America did not care about that. Literally, this is the first time I'm hearing about that. No, no there's said, been... We do not care about Ukraine no more. No, there's been response to it. I mean, that was literally yesterday, so. Oh, wow, that was yesterday, yeah. Yeah, so. Imagine knowing the date. Um, that that that's, that's the vibe <laughs> we're at. At the end of the year, we literally forgot it was yesterday. <laughs> Let's see. We got we got this year's deaths. I'm trying to go through this. If there's anyone, Kissinger. Kissinger died. And that was like that, there was the positive. Ding dong, the witch yeah. is dead. Ding dong, the witch is dead, man. Yeah, yeah. It still feels like too little, too late. <laughs> It really is. That nigga should have died like 80 years ago. I cannot we can't, believe we can't live stream the journey to hell, unfortunately, but uh, <laughs> if we could. What? He was like 100, right? Wasn't he like super old? Like way too yeah, old. Yeah, he was 99, I think. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. It's like the evil should not live that long. But hopefully. Wait, did the, was, was the, did the queen die this year or last year? That was last, last year. year. Last year, okay. I'm just hoping for Kissinger that, like, he was seeing ghosts of the millions. No, of no, he was actually he killed. Of 100 when he died. Like, he was 100. Yeah. Like, I'm hoping that he was plagued for the last 30 years of seeing, like, the ghosts of Christmas pass every single fucking day of his life. I hope to, but again, it's just like. The injustice is that he lived as long as he did, you know. Yeah. yeah. And the inju- and the injustice is like, this is it. We had to sit back, watch, and then, you know, we get to we get to post all of like our articles and books that we wrote in anticipation of when he passes. Yeah. Like every everybody hitting the Kissinger de- Kissinger's dead button. That was that was big in left media. Yeah. Hmm. Um, Rosalind Carter uh, passed away. Yes, yes. Uh, um, obviously Diane Feinstein. Uh, Matthew yippee. Perry died. Yeah, that was a major sad. one. Um, yeah. Uh, in the wrestling world, Terry Funk died. Um, R.I.P. Yeah, let's see what else. Um, there's a few other people. Uh, Len Goodman from Dancing with the Stars. Uh, I will say that's the whitest thing you've said. How do you know I, people who are <laughs> dancing with the yeah, stars? Yeah, I have no idea. <laughs> that, well, that's the like that was one of the hosts. So exactly, still. Well, with a show that's been around for over a decade, I think you know it's <laughs> it's not an obscene thing to like be aware of. <laughs> this show is so diverse until it comes down to that. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Um, um I feel like we did our best to go through it all, but like what, what is there anything we missed at all? Not to my knowledge. I don't think. Let's see. We even we they did did we miss Norfolk Southern? No, we we met. No, we, we got that. that. Yeah, that we was right at the beginning. Uh did we talk about War on Christmas this year? No, oh, Sandra Day O'Connor also died. Yes, yes, that's true, that's true. Just, I think that was just a few days ago. 
Uh, uh, but yeah, there was War on Christmas. That was. I feel like that rhetoric had kind of died for a while. This was like its real, real big comeback. Yeah, it's it's and it, that's what it's like. Real Fox News sickos getting to it, but what what what, what can I tell you? What can I tell you? The uh, the Christmas spirit was lacking this year. <laughs> they literally interviewed Santa Claus on Fox News. How can you what? say that was dead? Oh God, that's incredible. There's no way people actually take Fox News seriously now, right? Like, that's crazy. No, nope, they do. There is. They do. I think it's like the, the market for cable news is a specific demographic. You know, it's, it, it is that, that exact class of Fox News viewers at it. That is unbelievable. I'm trying to think what else. Oh yeah, you had the um you had them praise a the Ukrainian Nazi in Canadian Parliament this year, although we Oh about yeah, that. that was a pretty wild little episode. I'm just I'm just going through our news channel in the Discord. I'm just like, what what have we talked about this year? Michigan Republican Party might be bankrupt, we'll find out. Party of fiscal responsibility, boys. Uh, <laughs> government shutdown posed risks to Fat Bear Week. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Uh, John Fetterman got exposed as a fraud this year. That's ridiculous. Fucking yeah, more or less. Nigga. Like not to get like ableist, but it's like shows. did like did like the stroke have some like unforeseen consequences oh, or what? Girl, let's let's do a little a look see. Maybe he should go to the doctor because how could you go from? I'm a progressive. I'm a progressive. Tweet, tweet, tweet. I'm a progressive. To I've never said I was progressive. What, dude? Are you literally rewriting history? There's got to be something wrong with you. It felt like a like a a real life version of like the when everyone was doing like the uh, Captain America Hail Hydra meme. Like it felt like that. (laughs) What? Okay, we also missed that. New Jersey Senator Bob Menendez uh, was taking yeah. bribes from the Egyptian government and is still in the Senate. Right, yeah. <laughs> Santos got kicked out for less somehow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'm not even on Santos's side. Like that's Santos <laughs> rise and fall. Yeah. American uh, politics what, is a clown show, man. What what else? You have um every you had India murking somebody in Canada for being part of a separatist movement. And oh, yeah, the separatist movement. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, think yeah they, I think they did it in the United States, too, or at least tried to. They, yeah. they tried to and failed. I think they, what happened was that the, the um, Indian government official ended up accidentally paying like an FBI undercover officer to go kill someone. <laughs> like, it's, it's literally oh, that stupid. I'm not even yeah. joking. FBI is not being the entrapment allegations. <laughs> That's their bread and butter. They're like, you know, I'll just entrap them. That's that's gonna be good. Uh, what, Maybe what I'll else? do the thing that that I said I wasn't gonna do, but you know. Let Let's see. In addition to that, you have Trump is not on the ballot in Colorado. Trump's mugshot in Georgia. You had young just all Thug. of his legal, almost all Trump. of his legal indictments were this you year. You had right? the young Thug yeah. Rico trial. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, that's which true. is amazing. What else? We got a judge uh, hearing on in right now, and they're just doing the same stuff. 
you had all of um Trump's legal problems. Honestly, I'm not gonna. I'm gonna try not to bring all U.S. politics into this, but let's see what else. What else is major? Trump and Cole, you mean? Because he wasn't the yeah, only one. What else? <laughs> Twitter is fucking dead now. Twitter's fucking dead. Yeah, I mean, it's it, not like literally yet, but it's it's getting there. I mean, I think the acquisition was like the end of last year, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because it was like right before the election, and that was like why it was like a big controversy because some of the policy changes that he wanted to do um, I just, and was already doing, but yeah. I don't understand. Like, do does Twitter not have a board of directors? Like... Are there not people whose uh, interest is making money and not destroying the app? Like, I don't well, understand. I mean, it, it's publicly traded, so you'd think there would be like you know some fiduciary responsibilities. You know, much as I usually hate that word, that like is clearly being violated. Right, because like I I just remember you can't really do this. Like, you can't just take an app and destroy it. Without, like, a whole bunch of people being mad because you're, like, ruining their money aspects. And I'm just like, I don't know if the advertisers that he's getting, he's just charging, like, the big guy's well, prices. That's because kind of confusing so many part. people like, dropped like, out. Yeah, exactly. There's been, like, a huge wave of advertisers leaving the platform, especially after Elon Musk said his whole, like, uh, uh, white supremacist like replacement theory bullshit oh yeah where like right? the one where he's basically like oh like we shouldn't defend jews because they're not going to defend white people being replaced <laughs> like, yeah just, like like <laughs> verbatim it's this whole social media debacle like kind of ties back to this show's origins right because like i i started this like after january 6th the original one <laughs> because That's like awesome. Cause like man, I, the I, history's I, first January sixth, man. <laughs> <laughs> so like, I started the show because like I wanted to unpack like you know political discourse and like how it plays out on social media and like all that shit, right? Um, and like in in that process, like I got deeper on the social media space. Maybe I did something meaningful. Maybe I didn't. But like. There was always that question of like you got to get back into the real world, and it's kind of happening by by circumstance now, where it's like the online space where we've been breaking our brains with all this discourse is functionally dead. You know, like Twitter was the biggest like forum for it, and with it like declining in the way it has, we don't see it going back to its original way, even as accounts are getting restored. You see, like, you know, knockoffs like Blue Sky, Mastodon, and uh, Threads, but they can't maintain the old culture or get the old user statuses back up. You know, we're seeing a, a backslide of social media away from being any kind of, like, discursive or even connective space and kind of a backsliding into this thing for advertising and merch. So the question remains for me right like as podcasts were tied at least in like the left wing space right they were tied to social media and as um some of this stuff like happened on the internet now that we're being forced back into the real world to some extent like i feel like that's what i wanted from the jump but what happens next you know what what is the future of the terminally online left what is the future of life 
for the internet addicted? What is what what comes next for podcasters as we have to migrate away from this place we used to call our digital home? And and well, you know what changes meaningfully as a result? I don't know. I guess we'll find out, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because for sure, like the, the like you know, greenhouse gaslighting is not going anywhere, but. What we might talk about in the coming year, the shape it's going to take, the format, even like the delivery is is going to change drastically. It seems. Not to do a staff meeting on air, you know. It's just. <laughs> <laughs> like I, I am just, I am just curious. Like you know, what, what, what comes next for all of us? And I think that's why. It's it's always useful to maybe sit back and reflect on on the year's events and the year's accomplishments. I think this has been a good year for the podcast. It's been great working with all of you this year, and it's always great to have content out for the listeners. One thing we can try to do, I think, is maybe jump in, make our predictions for the coming year. What do you say? Fair um, predictions in terms of the podcast, or in terms of in terms of what specifically. What I mean, what what what's on your bingo card for next year? What's on what's on your bingo card? Um, I I I think on my bingo card uh, is I don't know. Come back to me. I got to think about it. Okay. Oh man, I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, like we've kind of said. I, I made my election predictions earlier. Um, I in terms of like other things. I don't know. I mean, I guess personally, I mean, I'll, I'll hopefully have my degree by the end of the year. So there's there's that, um, you know, uh, that's maybe a little oh, bit yeah. more personally yeah, focused. Yeah. But uh, I, other than that, I, I'm not really sure if I've got any like big things. Right. I mean, I think that, you know, we've got uh, some good uh, concepts um, ready for future episodes for the new year. And I think those will be good yeah. for the show. Um I expect, I mean, like, I guess just in, like, the broad strokes of it, right? I mean, I expect we'll see more, you know, sort of media monopolization, right? We'll see more mergers and, you know, buyouts of companies and stuff like that. You know, things aren't going to necessarily improve on uh, that particular front, but maybe we'll see, you know, a few more big strikes that have some positive impacts, like the UAW and, um, you know, even, like, the the SAG-AFTA and... uh, writer strikes you know those might be you know we'll see if there's more stuff like that in the future yeah um i'm optimistic in that front not too optimistic on uh <laughs> like other than like electorally it's like i mean i i think this year and like we haven't done our congress year in review episode yet but like this this congress was just so nothing bad. got done Pointless, so bad at doing useless, it dumb. yeah and like there's no reason to suspect that'll change um like literally and like this is not actual unless a few people die because that might actually shift you know who controls chambers and stuff like that or who re- who else resigns um i i don't see a whole lot changing on on that front for next year yeah it's like i don't know we've talked a lot about the rot at the heart of the system we've talked a lot about how things need to be changed and we've also talked you know ad nauseum about how we've kind of been rendered powerless to do anything about any of that right so mm-hmm. we are in that condition of you know waiting and seeing for what can happen and i think you know that eagerness sometimes gets translated into participating in what you can whether that's joining an organization whether that's 
supporting people on strike or going to a to going to a rally, but things have been in a real wait or see um condition this year. Maybe there will be some delivery in the coming year. Maybe there won't. I I'm not I'm not sure. Um I do think that this is going to be the year or 2024 is going to be the year that Mitch McConnell finally fucking dies. Ooh, I'm I'm, I'm feeling it. I'm I'm feeling it. Uh I'm going to about his uh if he dies though is that he changed the rules where instead of the governor can pick his replacement, it's like a a group of conservatives will pick his replacement. But I think just him not being alive anymore will make the world a better place. Well, it's it's one of two systems to replace. It's either voters, which I mean, maybe that's a group of conservatives in Kentucky. Yeah, Andy got through. Yeah, that's true. Um, I, I don't um, off the top of my head. I don't recall Kentucky specific laws if it's governor appointee or if it's um, no. It's it's not governor. It was governor. But he changed. He had the rules changed. How did he so change? It's now. It's a state. Like it's. It's like I. Here, let me. Jamie, pull that shit up. <laughs> I mean, it's a dude like really just like plotting out like what might happen for like you know like hey yeah I'm likely to die here so like yeah that's what what I looked at and how I saw it is is that is exactly how he did it is he's he's setting himself up so if he does die during his um uh okay they they changed the law that how the state would fill it uh, shifting appointment power from the governor to the party of the senators leaving office yeah okay that's anti-democratic what the fuck <laughs> yeah. i mean it's yep yep it's yep. like in some ways it's like art like if this was more universal it's like arguably maybe slightly more so but then like it's like the governor was likely elected after the senator in that case so like i, I but even I, I guess there could be a situation where it's the opposite right i don't know i mean neither system of like appointee is particularly democratic other than yeah election but as soon as the government governor became um yeah that was 2020 he 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 know he knew that he had to make some shake. Yeah, I mean it's kind of crazy because like literally like the only reason you would suggest that or urge for that is like that you're you're banking on dying. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's like, you know you're going guys, to die. I'm probably gonna die <laughs> sometime soon. And or maybe you, like, just, my thing is like at what point? Resign, but at what point know. do you have that realization and just step down? Like if you're gonna die, if you honestly think you're gonna die in office, just don't run. Like. Well, I mean, oh, he, could, he, could step, he could still step down and it would be the same same thing, right? Maybe he's just sort of banking like one or the other. I'm not making it through this term. Mm. Yeah. I mean, he's had how many strokes that aren't strokes? Yeah. Well, I mean, even then, like, even if it wasn't so much that, like, there's sort of like a benefit, like, hey, like, maybe like right before the next election, I resign and give like that person a little bit of a boost in the polls. Mm hmm. But you know, either way, it sort of you know has that you know. I I guess here's a, here's a question: when when do we make the gerontocracy a cornerstone issue? Because 
everyone's no, everyone picks up on it. Everyone can see it, like you know, in front of their faces. But no one, aside from maybe an editorial here and there, or maybe like a Twitter post, is about like, hey, like we are literally bearing the cost of a gerontocracy right now. We are literally seeing what it does to a generation. Like it is not, it is not paying out for anybody right now. When are we going to do something about it? But there's also no organized demands or any clear. Uh, well, there's not a clean solution either. Exactly. We have uh, a lot of kind of other issues um, associated with them. Uh, I mean, there's age limits. That's kind of, but even then, right. It's like, it's sort of weird too, where it's, it's like, you know, I mean, just look at this Congress, right? Like, I don't, I don't like, I'm like, like a conspiracy. Like, Oh, was this like deliberate? But like, is McConnell the issue or is it like the House Republicans that are the issue? And it's like, it both are, but like, you know, is that more of just like a political conservative problem rather than like McConnell's ancient and should be, you know, yeah, ex ex exactly. It's less to do with like a, an intention to make a gerontocracy and more of how the practices and norms of the institution have kind of led to this behavior being normalized, right? And you're seeing it play out in both parties, right? But even, like, in the ways that the parties operate and lead each other, you know, they tend towards these behaviors that I think we may not see in a parliamentary system, or at least they may be less pronounced because, and, and we've talked about this to some extent, maybe, I don't know how this holds up or not, but... You know, you're more beholden to party loyalty in a parliamentary system. Like, your party does appoint you to your seat, and you do have to give them something in return with your vote. But in the United States, you're kind of a free agent. You just have to have a nominal loyalty to the party. And even then, you know, examples like Joe Manchin show us every day, it doesn't really matter for shit. And you're kind of, you know, are, like, contracting out your seat, right? So it kind of leads to this whoever can hold it longest and and with our you know campaign finance structure maybe that plays a role who who knows but it's a it's it's more of an institutional problem that requires some thought and requires like some real systemic reform that i don't think is organized particularly or has any named solutions let alone a clear solution yeah. Because I don't know if an age limit solves that, to be honest. Yeah, I don't think it does. I think a term limit could help. Yeah, term limits kind of are the answer, I think, right? I, I, I don't know. I, I don't know I've, about that. I've seen enough, like, evidence at, like, the state level where they don't really... Um, they have a lot of bad consequences. Like, they were largely uh, imposed in Michigan and other places because um, it would... Uh, what, what they've kind of done is they've increased polarization, particularly on the right, um, because the main objective was uh, it was in response to Bush raising taxes, uh, Bush senior raising taxes. So it was done to make it so that elected officials would never develop the sense that, like, maybe we should increase taxes or impose some other type of, you know, slightly not conservative policy. Um, and so, like, that's kind of one of the major consequences. And you can see, like, where a lot of them are just very subject to lobbying influence and things like that more so than they even are now without term limits so i'm not convinced that they're a, a particularly a good solution for the problem that's fair 
yeah, I don't I don't know if we're gonna solve that one tonight. <laughs> <laughs> um I'm trying to think what other predictions we got. I think um I think Diddy is gonna go to jail finally. That, that that seems like an easy layup, but I think that's that's for sure gonna happen. Yeah. Uh do you think T D Jakes is getting exposed big time or small time? I think um, he's he's going to be exposed by like there's going to be a group of his the people he abused that are going to come out, um, but he's not going to face any repercussions when it comes to the church. Uh, what about the Epstein papers coming out? What 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 do we think? It doesn't mean anything. Okay, it's just yeah. a distraction. It's I mean, not to be that person, like, but it's just like, hey, everyone, pay attention to Epstein. Don't pay attention to, like, the Israel doing war crimes constantly. Like, just don't pay I attention mean, to the fact that your your president is doing secret deals while he says that he doesn't have control to do anything else. Don't pay attention to that. I mean, I think that to the extent that, like, the people that, like, need to see those news things. I don't necessarily think that they need a distraction to ignore them, though. That's true, but I think it's it's not they need the distraction. It's but do you think it's like the U.S.? Oh, we forgot to talk about this. The UFO bullshit this year. Ooh, yeah. Another bull... Yeah. Oh, and man. That was... That was a waste. That, that was, was a way to keep people... That kept, be, that kept people busy. That kept oh, yeah. people busy. But the craziest thing about that is, like, the guy was actually, like, he he had security clearance. He, it's a possibility that the, the alien stuff could be true. But the fact that you had an open forum for this dude to be like, talk to me in a completely secret place, and I'll tell you what I really know. It was like, why, why do this then? If everything he can tell you needs to be in a locked room, why are we doing this public rigmarole and acting like it's so amazing? To and then the entry. Mexico, and the Mexico thing was like literally fake. <laughs> the Mexico. Oh yeah, the Mexico thing was awesome. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they really, they really got them. They really, it was like it's an alien. You look at it, it's like this is fake and it's like no it's an alien it's proof <laughs> until an alien sits down in the chair and is answering questions i'd i refuse to believe it yeah same um, that's kind of where i'm at it was really amazing because like so much was happening and there's like everybody was just like oh yeah there's an alien what the fuck am i supposed to do with that information what that gotta do with a student loan starting back up. Right. Uh, Roe v. Wade. Um, my bills. Inflation. What the fuck that got to do with anything? Okay, here's here's my prediction. I think we will get the JFK assassination revealed next year. That's all RFK has been working on, and y'all okay. hating on him. I, I don't. He, I don't. I never got the impression he was working on that. He is. He is actively <laughs> avoiding that. He is. It's just a joke. Me and Adi been saying. It's like that is that is why he's running. He's just trying to get down to to figure it out why all his family died in mysterious ways. 
it, if he was, he would have probably pulled at least decently enough. Right. Like, actually, be like forced your butt <laughs> in some debates. Right. I'll t- I'll tell you one thing. It was pretty funny that Woody Harrelson is a RFK Jr. supporter. Oh yeah. Also, that it, his dad does bank ro- or did bank robberies. That's what I heard. Is like he he allegedly did bank robberies, and then he allegedly there's like a conspiracy theory that he may have been involved in the JFK shooting, and the only thing people have to go off of is like him reacting poorly in an interview when asked about that. Where it's like, hey, did, was your dad part of the JFK assassination? I don't want to answer that. See, he's part of it. Like, mm. <laughs> I mean, that's a weird. That's a weird answer, though. If we're gonna be it, honest, it is. It is a weird answer. Like, why don't you just double down and be like, come on, man? Of course not. It, but anyways, anyways, for him to then be at the RFK Junior like uh, rally with like a hat, that was that that was funny. That was that was pretty funny. I'm not gonna hold you. Um. Yeah, so my my personal prediction is they will reveal files about the JFK assassination and nothing will come of it. No, it will be files, but it will be extremely redacted. It's either no, it's either they're redacted and so nothing comes of it or some bombshell like revelation happens and no one cares. I feel like both are equally pop, like possible. Mhm. Other predictions. Let's see. I still think we should not rule out the possibility of some insane shit going down at the Democratic convention this year. Or, or, sorry, in 2024. I think there may be a convention takeover. We shouldn't rule it out. They hmm. still do conventions? They still yeah. do. And I think the craziest option anyone can bet on is Gavin Newsom versus Andrew Cuomo. Why would they do that? I think Cuomo <laughs> has been waiting long enough. I think he was going to do it in 2016, and someone probably uncovered his like uh, sexual misconduct <laughs> shit, so that he was like, "Cool, I'll sit this one out." I mean, then- I know like sometimes like the timing on some of that stuff is always like weird, but like God, that was miraculously timed. Miraculous, miraculous timing. But then I don't, I don't know because like I feel like Andrew Cuomo can- will literally say the words. Hey, Biden killed me too, and everyone will go along with it. I mean, you never say that though, right? That's not how you get donors. Let's see what what else is what else is possible. I still think I'm again. I'm still putting money down on there will be a case uh, involving a, a demand to overthrow Loving v. Virginia presented the supreme court next summer i think it might happen i think we kind of have a good impression of what the docket is already though what, what what's on the docket this year let's see uh i don't remember everything but like i know like there's obviously like those trump cases are 100 percent. some of them are gonna make mm-hmm. it. they've they've tried to defer judgment but they they can't avoid it for forever <laughs> um and there's i'm trying to think what else there is Let's see, pulling it up, 2023. Um, there's some stuff for like the administrative state and whatnot. I mean, there might be some pullbacks on, um, in particularly, um, I'm thinking, uh, what's it? Uh, Chevron, the Chevron Doctrine. Um, there's some stuff threatening that, again. 
Um, so like there, there's there's some big stuff that's you know potentially you know could have some really bad outcomes, but I, I'm not convinced loving is is quite making it there. It's probably hey, not. You really think loving's gonna like jump the gun over gay marriage? I think I I don't know. I don't they know got, when they, they gotta go for gay marriage first. Yeah, I, I think they'll. I think if anything, they'll try to put it all together. Maybe. But I mean, uh, I definitely. I mean, there's no way that I think they just go like loving and then like, ah, we'll we'll revisit. Uh, um, God, what's what's the gay marriage case? Obergefell v. Hodges. Or... Yeah, Ober, yeah. Obergefell. Um, I'm I'm looking at this and I'm I'm seeing some real fucked up shit. Let's see. Oh yeah, there it is. We got Snyder v. United States. Okay, R. Snyder. No, no, someone no. else. Okay, <laughs> like, uh, let's see. Well, they gave up on him. They did. They did. They did. Yeah. That that was that was the thing we forgot to mention is like, yeah, they should have got him. I I saw the Coinbase was on one of the one of these things. Coinbase. Yeah. Let's see. A case in which the court will decide whether when parties enter into an arbitration agreement with a delegation clause. An arbitrator or a court decides whether that arbitration agreement is narrowed by a later contract that is silent as arbitration and delegation. Okay, I see. I, I see consumer rights probably going down the drain next year. Love that. I think. I think. I think that's the next thing. Brown yeah, I mean, in the United got, States, got like, just like the number of like fiscal garbage that they're willing to like, you know. Yeah, that seems to be like the bulk of everything I'm looking at right now. Ooh, a case in which the court will decide whether South Carolina's congressional redistricting plan constitutes an unconstitutional racial gerrymander. Yeah, I'm not expecting any like meaningful progress on that. The courts have historically been really bad on gerrymandering. Yeah, let's see. A case in which the court was asked to decide whether a civil rights tester has Article 3 standing to challenge under the... Americans with Disability Act, a hotel's failure to provide disability accessibility info on its website. Okay, so disability rights are going to, in the shitter. It's it's not looking good, folks. It's not looking good. Is it's uh? What was that food and drug? What was the what was one above that? FDA. Let's see, Food and Drug Alliance, Food and Drug Administration versus. This looks like some anti-vax bullshit. I ain't gonna hold you. Alliance for Hippocratic Medicine at all. Let's just see. Let's just see. Oh, I think this is regarding the use of um uh mifepristone which is like the oh for the abortion yeah. yeah 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 this is this was yeah they had a stay on the the lower court order for it but yeah they're finally yeah. going to hear that case oh god okay yeah so this could be pretty disastrous but this could be bad this could be bad oh no and like the, the, like the thing is it's like this court compared to like prior conservative courts because the court's been you know pretty conservative for a long time it just really doesn't have a whole lot of restraint behind it no, it is, it is, yeah. Let's see. Murthy versus Missouri, a case in which the court will decide whether the government's request to large social media companies 
that they take steps to prevent the dissemination of purported misinformation, constituted coercion, and thus transform those private companies' content moderation decisions into state action and violated users' First Amendment rights. Oh yeah, social media is dead, folks. Yeah, well, we'll, the we'll, we'll revisit these when they uh they they come. Oh yeah, up. yeah, yeah. Let's, so uh, let's yeah, not like get too doom and gloom into the new year. Let Let's not, but just I guess to prepare for next year. Yeah, Relentless Inc. versus Department oh, of Commerce, yeah. a case in which the court will decide whether to overrule Chevron versus yeah. Natural Resources, or at least clarify the statutory silence concerning controversial powers expressly but narrowly granted elsewhere in the statute does not constitute. Uh, an ambiguity. Oh my god, okay. Mm-hmm. And let's just be clear. Okay, well, that's our, that's our Supreme Court um, predictions. Any other wild ideas? Any other wild predictions? Half-Life 3. Half-Life 3 is coming out next year? Man, no. you are hopeful. No, no Half-Life I'm not. 3. <laughs> you asked for a wild prediction. I just, like... I mean, that's wild. The only thing I, the, the only thing I could think of off the top of my head. It's like, that would be... Yeah. I, I think the new Legend of Mo- Zelda movie is going to suck ass. I really think it's going to be bad. Is that even, you know like, what? officially confirmed yet? It's all I know is that an Israeli producer and Nintendo were in talks what? for it to come out this year. Yeah, yeah. Let me see. I don't. I, I don't know. It's like it. Like there's like so many media franchise, like big media franchises, are in such like a awful state with like in terms of like projects coming out, and it has like nothing to do with like the writer's strike or anything like that. Like it's just that like these like these things have been just you know. Ew! It's live action. I no. I thought it was gonna be three D. No, there was well, there was that's there's been like two that are rumored. There's like this one, which is live action supposedly, and then there's like the animated one that's been rumored, but they haven't like ever really said anything like firm about it from like Nintendo's end. So I don't know. Okay, so this is from Nintendo.com Japan. Two star, yeah, it says live action right there. Live action, yeah. Gross. Yeah, this could be uh, sus. I think it's what the. the I just don't think it's going to end well because it's like they're partnering with like um, Marvel's, like the Marvel Studios is first major investor, basically. Mm. Ew, it's supposed to be real gross. And like (laughs) Aviarod's money comes from like Spider Man, basically, like all of the old Spider Man money that's his. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Um, I will say too, this has been a good year for film. That has been a big silver, you know, the yeah, silver yeah, it, has it, been the silver screen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it has been. Um, I actually just um the other day saw the the new Godzilla minus one movie. I thought that was really good too. We've we've been told that it's really good. You should see it. <laughs> yeah, I got I got added to the list because like I wasn't expecting much from Blue Beetle, but I think like um. At least I haven't me, seen John, that one yet. Yeah, that's not HBO John, now, isn't it? I think it might be. Yeah, 
Yeah, it was a fun I, movie. I it was great. It's on HBO. Yeah, I I really liked it. I didn't. I went in because I wanted to watch a movie, and then I was like, "Wow, I really like that." And the grandma is the best. Okay. Yes, I think I think <laughs> I think getting to see Susan Sarandon on screen, no matter the context, is a blessing. Big titty bitches, <laughs> big titty bitches. I like big titty okay. bitches. <laughs> Okay, I'm editing that. Um Well, I no, because Susan Sarandon uh, like was out there striking, has called for free Palestine, has received negative uh, repercussions for doing so. Like I'm going to stand with a big booby bitch no matter what, but I stand her. Like we <laughs> she she is queen. No argument there. Okay. <laughs> Susan Sarandon blockbuster next year. That's my that's my prediction. Yes. I really I don't I don't know what what what's left to say about this year, right? It's just I can't I can't say personally that this has been the worst year for me, but it has been incredibly challenging. I've seen people like go through a lot this year. We've seen the world suffer a lot. We've seen strange mm-hmm. things happen. And we've also seen like very hopeful signs throughout the year, right? So what do you what do you take in aggregate from 2023? I'm not sure. What I can say is that our our old thesis on this show of like the contradictions being laid bare of the dysfunction being you know made more plain i think that has been like an overarching theme this year yeah and, for sure and i think like you know i think we've all grown in our analysis a little bit we've all been reading a little more we've been engaging in stuff a little bit more i'm excited to have spent um a year making content for this podcast instead of giving up i'm excited to do the same in the coming years um but i think we're probably a little over two hours now so i want to edit this and maybe get it out before new year's new year's eve at least so are there any other closing thoughts any other um things people might have noticed any any benedictions you want to leave to the listeners before we start to close out I've got nothing, so I'll leave that to, to you guys. I think we've, uh, I've, I've said my, my piece for the for 2023 and my predictions for the new year. Yeah, um, I think one final prediction I'll give is I, um, leaning more towards optimism, I think that specifically Michigan will have a lot of really good labor action because it's been kind of popping off I think you're with, right. with some good labor action going on. So that's that's my final prediction. That's a good yes. one. I think Michigan will continue its best state in um, the Midwest, especially. Um, definitely winning that race. Uh, Michigan supremacist, you know. <laughs> great, great Lakes nationalism confirmed. <laughs> yeah. Yes. This is a pro Midwest space. We are Midwest chauvinists. If you if <laughs> if you don't like it, that's too damn bad. Spend an, spend a night in one of our twenty four hour big box stores before you, you before you judge us. <laughs> I tr- I don't think any of them are twenty four hours anymore. Actually, that's true. Since COVID, 
Now yeah. I think the latest they close is like what midnight now. Yeah, which is still pretty good, I guess. I don't know. It's it's kind of sad for like just. Are you kidding? My consumer like, convenience has been threatened. It's, <laughs> I'm only thinking about it being sad for like the youth of today. Like they don't get to walk in a, around a mire at two a.m. But that was with, like, like the most best friends. But I feel like that's like a Michigan thing, you know, just like being around, like at a store at two a.m. Because like. Ohio and Indiana are like cursed for that exact same reason. And I think it just goes down to the fact of like, what do you mean I can't buy liquor at midnight? What is this? <laughs> I gotta wait until seven in the morning? What is this? Who is being yeah. stopped by this? We don't have that problem. Um I think the only thing any of us can do is try to, you know, put our best foot forward every day. That's that's really the the lesson I learned this year, right? That's with that's with all things, whether it's your personal life, whether it's with you know, uh, political action and praxis, whether that's how you deal with people, whether that's work, whether that's uh, the the hardest thing in the world, podcasting. You know, you got it's you got to put your best foot forward. This is the, again, this is, you know, we we. I, I might write a German book about it. Right. <laughs> you know, it's like it's like again, like uh Josh, what was that thing you said about your graduating class where like the guy was like doing the self-important thing because he was a journalism major? Um there was one person who um we had a journalism major who did like the speech for our graduating class. I don't know if this is what you're talking about. This was years ago. Yeah, um, obviously, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, uh, it was she. Uh, she had like made this thing about how like she's willing to fight and die for the truth, and like it was just like the most like ridiculous thing I'd like ever heard. Um, at the time, and like we're all just like kind of like looking at each other, like, um, okay. <laughs> yeah, as a podcaster, that's how I feel about my work. <laughs> all right, you know when you when you get up in your three hundred dollar Costco Kirkland signature. <laughs> podcasters chair okay when you, when you get when you get on the geek squad installed mic not the geek squad installed mic come on now come on now is that hitting too close to home <laughs> no it's just like you need a geek squad to plug in a usb Me like do real. that shit yourself man what do you mean struggling man you know it's like you know when you when you open up a Wikipedia tab about a topic you've never read before in your life, and you're ready to talk about it in absolutes, bro. You are a journalist. You are getting there in front of the court. <laughs> you, you are a journalist, and you are sub- and you are subjecting yourself to judgment, to falsehoods, to misinformations, to threats on our democracy. This is the most judgy you've ever been on the podcast. <laughs> I'll be. I'm, I'm playing. I'm. I'm doing an act. <laughs> I can't. I can't do this for real. the The whole point. The whole point being, you know, is like, um, I started this project a few years ago because I needed a space to talk about things I didn't have a space to talk about in my life, and maybe find validation for it. And where I'm at now is. I was able to realize that the real podcast was the friends we made along the way. How do you shut the fuck up? <laughs> <laughs> the perceived friends he made along the way. 
the parasocial yeah the, the, the real the parasocial the relationships that you built <laughs> along the way exactly exactly <laughs> so all in all all i can say is um thank you to everybody here for all your help with the show for getting all of these amazing episodes we've done this year out thank you for our listeners for tuning in for everybody who's provided feedback who's provided support uh who's appeared as a guest uh and anyone who's you know given us a way forward whether it's like you know with book recommendations with ways to you know get involved in our communities or you know take part in something bigger than just the show uh sincerely from my from the bottom of my heart thank you everybody we will see you again in the coming year uh so my best wishes my best hopes to everybody in 2024 So, this has been another Greenhouse Gaslighting joint. Uh, I will have the links to all our relevant social media at the time of release in the description below. How and where we go in the future, that remains to be seen. But for now, just go with the link tree. So, until next year, folks, take care. Bye.